And welcome into a Black Friday edition of Glenn Clark Radio. I'm Glenn. He's Griffin. Hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Man, how about those football games? That was... I did not see that coming. Mostly because I have no idea what happened. Hi, it's actually Glenn from the past here. This is a Wednesday Glenn that you're chatting with as uh, I was working this morning over on 105.7 The Fan. So because of that... Uh, I wanted to take a little bit of the day off. Griffin is actually here. Griffin showed up for work today, which is nice. Like, you're, what you're seeing is I'm, from the past. And I'm just going to be jumping in, actually. I'm just going to mute myself. You're going to stop the yeah, and, yeah. like, replace. Maybe you change your mind about a pick. Yeah, maybe. Like, yeah. You're going to go in. I think that's, that's a hell of an yeah. idea. Uh, we got a lot to do on a Friday show as coming up a little bit later on. We're going to preview Ravens Charter, Chargers. <laughs> Easy for me to say. I talk for a living. Rodney Pete is going to join us. Of course, former NFL quarterback, now a talk show host for 570 AM out in Los Angeles. We'll preview the Chargers with him. We'll get you uh, segment number two and segment number three of the Tyus Bowser Show with Pat Ricard. I Nothing will happen that will be nearly as embarrassing as what happened in segment number one with Pat Ricard when he suggested that Outcast was responsible for who let the dogs out. We, I promise you nothing will be that embarrassing the rest of the show. But we've got a lot to do here on a Friday edition. Let's uh, kick things off. Today's show brought to you by your local Toyota dealer and by a Toyota.com. The Toyota Tacoma comes in a range of models and trim lines, so you can choose the perfect Tacoma to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals and new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today. Let's start off this Friday edition of the program. We normally do it on Thursdays. There was no Thursday show this week, so... Joining us now to help us make some picks for the weekend. He is our buddy, Fantasy Pros. You see his rankings at PressBoxOnline.com. He's always part of Project Game Day. He is our friend, Mr. Ken Zalis, and he's back with us now here on GCR. KZ, what's going on, buddy? How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How was how was uh, how was your Thanksgiving that hasn't happened yet? As I talk to you, the, the Thanksgiving. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna tell you it was fantastic. I bet it was. And- Favorite favorite holiday to eat, and now I have to go run a million miles. Yeah, yeah, that's the way that it goes, man. That's the way that it goes. All right, so we uh, we didn't pick the Thanksgiving games because, of course, they already happened. You know, <laughs> um, this is I like I I wish that I had it in me to try to bamboozle everyone and try to like really try to pull off that we should sure, wore different shirts, obviously. Oh yeah, we are yeah. wearing the exact same shirts that we wore on Thursday or Wednesday. Show. <laughs> what? You know, um, yeah, it's what it's what it is. I, I just I don't have it in me. I don't, I'm not. I can't do that type of shtick anymore. Like we're not. I I pray to God nothing dramatic really happened in the Thursday football games. It's going to be. Could you imagine? By the way, if there was like a Demar Hamlin situation, and here we are pre-recording oh, a show. Ew, stop! Don't. I know. Why? Gosh. What are you doing? Right? What a jerk! What, what, a jerk. what are you doing? I'm saying I hope it didn't. <laughs> I know, but don't. Why would we talk about that? No, let's fine, uh, fine. let's let's like talk about like. Can you imagine if both games came down to a right? field goal and we tied? Wow, that would be crazy. We had three ties. <laughs> three, three ties. Three ties. Yeah, that would be great. America. What a day. All right, let's get into it. Here's I, where we're at. Yes. I, Ken, I got to drop somebody to activate uh, Kyron oh, Williams. I can't, I mean, can I, do I drop Ty Chandler? Are, are or, these players involved with Thursday games? Because no, they're not. Because you not ask this question. No, they're not. Uh, Ty, Ty Chandler or Tyler Boyd. Um, I don't want to I don't want to drop Chandler yet. I mean, he got yeah. some looks, and he looked – I mean, he looked fantastic. Uh, Madison looked well, looked good as well. I, I mean, if you if you're not going to start Boyd this week and you're worried about 
quarterback. I mean, he's the third wheel in that. And right. Higgins will be back eventually. I, I would probably do that. Uh, and then defensively, you, you want... got to get the picks. I know, I you know. You can text Ken right, after. Right. You can text him. We have a okay. time limit you for can, this. You can do that. You can. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I do it. Do you understand how many texts a week I send to Ken about fantasy football questions? No, I guess On not. top of the conversation we normally have during the show. <laughs> All right? You can text him. It's fine. Okay. Griffin's like, it's my only chance I'll ever have to talk to the great Ken's out. I know, I know. I know. Not like he texts me or emails me. Right, to time. set up the conversations <laughs> every week. Let's get into picks. Here's where we're at for the year. Um, we are competing for a little bit of cash at the top of the table. And the bottom of the table, much more importantly, the loser has to come in here. Uh, first of all, has to go take an Irish dance lesson. Then has to dress like the Notre Dame mascot, come in here, perform the Irish dance, consume blood sausage, haggis, and tripe, wash it all down with a Will Levist Irish coffee full of mayonnaise, and also perform Nothing Compares to You and Zombie. That's the big issue for the year there is not any ground being made up by our friend jeremy Kahn. Mm. he jumped in five weeks late and truth be told he's under 500 just since he dropped jumped in it's not even just the problem isn't just that he got in late and had a lot of ground to make up even if he hadn't gotten in late he would still be basically at the bottom of the table like maybe uh, uh, right now you guys are two games under 500 he's three games under 500 Mm. So he's made no ground up since he joined in. There is still time, but he is 18 games behind Paul Valley with not a lot of time left. So it's looking like Jeremy Kahn is probably going to end up being the one to have to pay the big penalty. Now, the secondary fight is our Scott Stat position because we decided that if Jeremy is the solo loser, that whoever finishes second to last has to go by themselves to a Creed show next summer. And at the moment... Griffin is tied. Uh, Griffin, who was at the top of the table, is now tied with Paul Valley for Scott's stat position. One game clear of Ryan Chell. Meanwhile, got a lot of time left. I'm uh, yeah. KZ after the four and five week a week ago, which importantly did not involve him having to consume a Jameson Williams burger. It did knock him out of the top spot, and KZ has gone from first to third. So at wow. top of the table, we now have John and Little Rock. Plummets. John is a game in front of myself, and then a game behind us, you find KZ, Andrew Stecka, and Dr. Nick Kelly. So that's where we're at going into this week. Three college games, six NFL games. Only have two more weeks of three college games, and then we'll be all NFL. Well, we'll do Army-Navy, and we'll do the bowl. Never mind. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, have, we'll have games. Plenty. All right, let's get into it. Um, picks are brought to you as well this week by... Ooh, how that, this one's going to be brought to you by the Stan the Fan Variety Hour, which returns on Monday. Stan, Ross, and Luke talking baseball every Monday. Facebook.com slash Sports. You can find Stan, Ross, and Luke every Monday talking baseball. Uh, we will start uh, tomorrow at 3.30 on the Big Ten Network when uh, Maryland goes up and play their, their heated, their bitter rivalry. This is the one. Yeah, this at Rutgers. One. Our friend Patrick Stevens calls it the Cable Subscribers Bowl because this <laughs> the only reason why these two teams are in the Big Ten was so the Big Ten could get the New York and uh, Baltimore, D.C. markets. It's good markets. Uh, the Maryland, they're on the road, and they're one-point favorites. One-point favorites going against Rutgers. I mean, it sure as hell doesn't feel like Maryland should be favored on the road against anybody. Um, go ahead, Ken, why, why don't I go ahead? You, you, you go first. Yeah, Ken. No, I want you to go first. For God's sakes. <laughs> well, I made, like, an idiot. I picked Michigan last week, and I felt really stupid about that. Um, 
I don't know. Maryland did obviously they showed something. Like they haven't quit. They haven't given up just because the season went sideways. Penn State sorry, Penn State last week beat Rutgers, but not in the way that maybe I think a lot of people expected them to beat Rutgers. That was actually competitive for a little while. Penn State ended up pulling away and winning by three touchdowns. But the week before that, Rutgers got shut out again. I know Iowa's good ish. Good. Like, Offensively they are. I don't know. I got a funny feeling Maryland's winning this game. Neither one of them technically need it. They're both already bowl eligible. I just have a funny feeling that Maryland's like it matters a little bit more to Maryland than it does to Rutgers. I'm going I like I'm feel like an idiot, but I'll pick Maryland uh, because the numbers only one. You know, I'm in the giving mood. <laughs> so. Thanksgiving. Is that your way of saying I'm going to pick Maryland because you feel like you're giving away a point? I'm going to take the Maryland turn. Look at wow. you. The holiday spirit is kicked the in. The holiday season. You know, yeah. take the home team. Why not? Look at you. Rutgers, Rutgers not good. That is the, pros- the problem here is that you don't want to yeah. have faith in Maryland, but on the flip side, you're like, how am I supposed to have faith in Rutgers? I, I, I don't have any faith in either one of these teams. And if you, you said it right, like you can't – I mean, is this just a Maryland gets up to play Ohio State and Michigan and nobody else? I, I don't. I, it's just weird that those two teams are. Did they play well against Michigan because Michigan was looking ahead? I, I don't know. I'll take Maryland here. I think I, it's teams. notable too. They fell behind big in that game. Like it they looked. Did. They it came back. I mean, they, like... were the first, they were the first team all season to score in the third quarter. I, I, I honest to God, it, it was feeling like ah, oh, we nailed this one. That we, yeah. we we called it. Know. And I do think it matters that they like that they they didn't just roll over and say, "All right, well, you know, same old story." I think it matters to some extent. I could be completely wrong. They could end up getting blasted by Rutgers. Um, I can't do it. I I, I think Rutgers runs the ball pretty well. Um, you know, negative. for what it's worth, yeah, right? Yeah, we just hate me? Maryland, don't you? You <laughs> hate. Show me where Maryland touched you on the dog, Griffin. What is it? I thought your sister went to Maryland. I she thought does, you loved yeah. Maryland. Um, right? And they suck at football. So, Jesus. so uh, you picked Rutgers. To be honest, that never mind. Uh, I am taking Rutgers. I'm taking Rutgers here. Um, I was almost a lone wolf. I thought I was one of the last people to get their picks into me. Did pick Rutgers. Uh, so two of us on Rutgers. Me and Jeremy Kahn. Ooh, taking, he's, uh, uh, I don't know if you heard he's in last year. Yeah, oh, I, I, I knew. Sure. So, sure I, I, you know. God, how fearful were we at the beginning of the year of picking against Jeremy Kahn? And now it's like, Look. oh, thank Look, when, God. When he, can cherry, when he can cherry pick, he's as good as anyone. 100%. Mm-hmm. When he just gets to pick the games he wants. When he just gets to pick the games he likes. Yep. He's, he's uh, I do. I do worry about that. I I worry that this segment has made people say like, I can't pick with Jeremy. No, no, no. No, his his stuff on Pressbox and his ConcreteLocks dot com. Yep. He gives out great picks every single day. Just not the nine games that we pick. Not when we force him to pick games. (laughs) Put a gun to his head. (laughs) Very weird, man. (laughs) Um, uh, Later tonight at eight thirty on Fox, number sixteen, the Oregon State Beavers. Going to Eugene, Oregon to take on the Ducks. Uh, and the Ducks yeah, are big favorites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're <laughs> big favorites. Minus 13 and a half. Ooh. In favor of the big Ducks. Number. That's big a number. Big number. Uh, Oregon State uh, fought against Washington last week, and a lot of people. In a monsoon, yeah. In a monsoon. I don't. Do you think I know what the weather's supposed to be tonight in, in Eugene, Oregon? I think it's going to be clear. How do you know that? You don't have any idea. You're Check just talking the- out of your ass. Well, you know, I mean, 
I'm not talking about us. I, I do think, in my heart of hearts, I think Oregon is two touchdowns better than Oregon State. I think Oregon State has, first of all, the kid uh, uh, whose name I, here's a fun. DJ. Tr- pr- try to pronounce DJ. the, yeah, try no, to pronounce no. his DJ name no. again. Try. No. No. <laughs> Go ahead again. DJ from Clemson. <laughs> a young Galilee. He's think. played so much better than he ever played at Clemson. He's played so much better than he ever played at Clemson. It's going to be freezing cold, clear, though. I'll take Oregon. I don't feel good about this one. I'll take Oregon, though. You know, these rivalry interstate games are always weird. And I just just trust Oregon more than I do Oregon State. I mean, Oregon State has had some times, especially on the road, where they've really struggled this year. Um, Oregon has everything to play for. They can't afford a loss here. They still have an outside shot to to get in the national championship yep. tournament. Uh, I'm going to take Oregon here. I, I just it, it's a big number. I don't like the number, but I'm going to take Oregon. Yeah, I'm with you guys uh, as well. Uh, I mean, Oregon is still playing for quite a lot right now. They I, have the awkward part is they Oregon State's three losses by a combined eight points. Combined eight points, and they would have to but lose this at, game by two yeah, touchdowns. I know yeah. they've just struggled on the road. Though. Um. Yeah, and they got the Heisman favorite, Bo Nix. So yeah, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the Ducks here. Uh, the three of I us. I thought I saw that Jaden Daniels became the Heisman. I thought I saw. Did he really? I mean, I think it should be Jaden Daniels yeah, for what it's worth. But I thought that changed. But this uh, game. but Bo Nix. Uh, anyway, Bo Nix is still right up there. Uh, and Oregon's playing for a lot more than, than the Beavers are right now. Um, but they don't. But they don't need to win by two touchdowns in order. That's to do true. That. That's true. Uh, what's everybody else doing? Uh, on the Beavers, four. Uh, four of us. Uh, Paul Valley. Uh, John Proctor on Oregon State. Sorry, f- yeah, five of us on Oregon State. Uh, Ryan Shell, Andrew Stecka, and Jeremy Kahn yeah, I get on it. the Beavers. Get it. For the record, uh, Jaden Daniels is at Superbook okay. the Heisman favorite, minus 140, Bo Nix plus 145. Uh, final college game of the slate tomorrow at noon, the big noon kickoff. College game day will be in Ann Arbor as number three Michigan hosts number two Ohio State. In Michigan, they are three and a half. Three-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm going to feel like a dope because I'm going to buy the hook, but, yeah, I guess I'll have to take Ohio State because of it. I'm going to feel stupid about this. Um, I get it. Michigan's had Ohio State's number. There's real talk that, like, if Ohio State went, loses this game, that Ryan Day could be fired because of it, which is is crazy, idiot. but also – idiot. idiot. But that's sort of their way of saying, like, nothing matters. Nothing uh, else – I mean, that's where we were with Jim Harbaugh until, like – Jim Harbaugh was yeah, ready to be Harbaugh, fired, but it, but Harbaugh it was worse. He just yeah. They also they were losing ball. like Michigan State. Yeah, they were losing, yeah, 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 yeah. They just couldn't win a big game at all. Um, look, Ohio State could win this game, and so the fact that you get points, you're like, okay, mm-hmm. the, from a betting standpoint, you almost feel like you have to take them. But Michigan's got Ohio State's number. Whether that's because they know what plays are coming or they're just better, I I I can't answer that question. Um, I do think that last week provided them a little bit of a wake-up call, so I think they'll be better. I think the alarming part last week is that like they didn't – if I say they didn't run the ball down Maryland's throat, somebody would be like, uh, look at the numbers. But like they didn't, right, the way that we're used to Michigan running the ball down teams' throats. So I think there's a, a roadmap there. I Ohio State, that's the pick. First of all, the fact that this game is at noon is stupid. It's the, I, I, Fox has I just, been the worst thing that's happened. Just, just, Although, in just, fairness, 
this game was a noon game before Fox came along, wasn't it? No, no, I, yeah, it, right. I mean, the, I, the I think thing. I think that this Michigan Ohio State has always done a noon bit, which I don't care for. No, three, I don't think three, it's three thirty. I'm pretty sure. When, well, I'll ch- double check. I think it's. I thought it, it should be stupid. a three thirty game. I agree on that. It, it's just being at noon is stupid, but be that as um, Michigan's tough to really figure out in the last two weeks because they, they literally just ran the ball two weeks ago in the second half and dominate the, the line of scrimmage. Um, last week, I don't know if it's you're looking ahead and, and looking past Maryland, their quarterback stunk. I mean, stunk all game. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I can trust them and I'm getting three and a half with a team that, you know, again, you know, one of these teams could with a loss here, miss out on the national championship. I'm going to take Ohio state because of the hook. Uh, yeah, I'm taking, uh, just, just like what you guys said, the, the, they're a very good team. They're the higher ranked team and they're getting three and a half points. Uh, it's, it seems pretty clear. The Buckeyes also since 2009, as an underdog of three or more points, they are 15 and one against the spread. By the way, here's the number since night. This is from the lantern. The, since 1980, Ohio state, Michigan kickoff has taken place between noon and 1245, 33 times, uh, only six times. Later than twelve forty-five, so it's it terrible. It's been a yeah, I guess that's true because it will start around twelve fifteen, twelve twenty because of all the Fox. It, it's it's a weird bit though. Like I, weird thing. I think Fox has been awful. Like I love the fact that there are more football games on TV, right? Like who doesn't love that? But Fox prioritizing the noon window sucks, right? Like three thirty and prime time should be the college football. Three noon is like the teaser. Like maybe every now and then there's a game in there that ends up being pretty good. But the noon window should not be for the best games of the week. It shouldn't be for multiple reasons. One, you know, the West Coast exists. Two being people have things. Like, you know, Ken's coaching 6,000 different sports. Like, there are things that people are doing. Put the games later. But for whatever reason, Ohio State-Michigan has traditionally always been played, even before Fox at that time. I don't know what the story is there. To the NFL uh, later this afternoon at 3 p.m. on Amazon Prime Video. Hey, 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 Griff. Yeah. Can we know who else is on Ohio yeah, State? Yeah, that's a good point. Oh, sorry. That's, yeah, that, that is that's a good fair. point. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> three of us are on Ohio State in the Buckeyes. On Michigan, of course, Kyle Ottenheimer. Stunner. <laughs> Paul Stunner. Valley. Andrew Stetka. Michigan can be favored by 30 in this game. Kyle I know, I know. <laughs> Paul Valley, Kyle, uh, Andrew Stecka, and Jeremy Kahn are on the Wolverines. I'm, I'm three for three and avoiding oh, Jeremy's picks. I know. We're, we're the same, and yeah. we're against Jeremy three times. Yeah. Now to the, the NFL on Black Friday. Uh, Miami is at New York, and uh, Miami's laying nine and a half on the road against Tim Boyle and the New York Jets. Miami didn't look all that good last week, but the Raiders didn't <laughs> – I said the Raiders didn't start Tim Boyle. They started Aiden O'Connell. I'm not really sure what the difference is between Tim Boyle and Aiden O'Connell. Um, man. I don't know what happened with Miami last week, and I, I'll probably spend too much time trying to figure it out, so I'm just going to take Miami and hope that they get their issues figured out this week. Yeah, uh, the number's too high for me in, in, a, in a divisional game. Uh, I don't think by any means Tim Boyle is the answer. Um, but Wilson was not the answer. And 
you know, he, he just, he's just making bad decisions. It's, it's like, yeah, everybody, everybody wants him to play well. It just, it, it's, it, he's just making bad decisions. So now you have a guy, not that Boyle sets the world on fire, but he had some moments um, in his NFL career where he's played, played, played. I can't talk either going pretty well. Um, and nine and a half versus that defense versus, I don't. I, Miami just confuses me every week. I, sometimes they're great. Sometimes they put up a dud like they did last week. I'll take the nine and a half in the Jets. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I th- I think you're crazy, Ken. I I don't really have any faith in what the Jets Tim are Boyle. doing. Tim Boyle. Yeah. What? Who did he Tim say? What did I say? No. No. I'm just saying that that's the reason oh. you're having faith in Tim. You have yeah. to no, have. No. I'm not. I'm not. I. I just. I have. I have. It'll look like a better offense. I, I do have faith in that. It will look like a better offense than we've seen. Yeah, um, and even if it does, like I am putting a lot more faith in the Dolphins being able to put up 49 points against even the, even if this is a, a Jets strong defense? Jets defense. If they have to, yeah. I think I think Mike McDaniel Mike McDaniel will points? and can be able to. Yeah. Can we have a side bet on that? Ooh, by all means. Well, hold on. I, did I hear side hold bet? On. Well, hold on. What I are we doing? <laughs> Let's 49 talk. points is a lot. I'm just saying. I think they I'm could do saying. it. I, mean, I think they could do it. Threw that out there. Um, yeah. So Miami to win by 10. Uh, I, I I will take that. Uh, especially yeah. I think Tua and Tyreek Hill. They'll be able to. Uh, with everybody watching, they'll want to put on a I show. I felt more confident in my pick before Griffin started talking. All of a sudden, I feel like he was just what? like all of a sudden when I hear like when I hear Dolphins you say are really it, good. I know that, and that's what I was thinking. Are they, are they really? They should be really good. They weren't. Be. They weren't really good a week ago. Think, they, but they they played that game like three I know, times this I year. I know, I know. All right, go ahead. Let's just we got yeah. joining Ken on the Jets is uh, John and Little Rock, Doctor Nick Kelly, and Jeremy Kahn on Ken's oh. side this time on the New York Jets. I have over. I'm I'm four for four in avoiding Jeremy Kahn now. <laughs> uh, to one o'clock on Sunday on CBS, Pittsburgh Steelers going to the the Matt Canadaless Pittsburgh Steelers going to the Cincinnati Bengals, and uh, the Steelers they are uh, one point favorites on the road. I mean, I, Jalen Warren season. It is. We would like to think it's Jalen Warren season. I. Uh, by the way, God, I love it when you say Bengals. There's just something about people from Baltimore saying Bengals. Like Cincinnati hired a, a 1980s girl band to come play football for them. It's just it makes my heart yeah. happy. Um, I have no idea. Like I didn't see anything from Jake Browning that made me think like, well, maybe they could be comp- more competitive than we thought with him, but. You know, you do remember that some of these guys are NFL quarterbacks for a reason, and as everybody's pointed out, we liked Jake Browning when he was in college, and we thought he was talented, and, like, he still has good pieces to throw the ball to, so, like, maybe they can figure out a way to do just enough. But the the Steelers may be inspired by the dismissal. I'm I'm, going to have to take the Steelers here. I might regret it, but I have to do it. I actually think Browning, and I, and I know it's so it's so hard to be a backup and come in the middle of a game, and because you don't take any of the reps, you don't see anything. And I I actually thought he threw the ball pretty well against the Ravens when he came in and had the opportunity to do it. And with a whole week, I think he'll play well. Having said that, I'm still not going to take them. I'm still going to take the team that can run the ball better, um, which the Steelers want to do, and probably you know, a million pound weight off of their offensive players. They've been begging for this 
um, with Matt Canada. It's been years in the making. I'll take the better defense, the better run game, and I'll take the Steelers. Yeah, I'm going to take the Steelers as well. I feel like they'll be maybe a little more amped up. I'm not sure. Like, you know, anytime a guy gets fired, I think that's that that's kind of a wake-up wake up, uh, signal to the players. Um, so I think uh, I have faith in the Steelers' defense. Um, you know, starting a – I mean, yeah, Kenny Pickett, we, we're not really sure what, what he is. We don't think he's a quarterback right now, but I think I like Kenny Pickett slightly more than Jake Browning right now. Um, so even though they're on the road, I will take the Steelers as well. Two backers of the Bengals. Um, John Proctor was almost a, a lone wolf on the Bengals again, but uh, Jeremy Kahn joins him <laughs> on the Cincinnati Bengals. Five this is a good bit. This for is a five. good bit. I like it. Five for five, avoiding Jeremy Kahn's picks. Uh, to me, I think this might be the game of the week. Jacksonville at Houston. It is at 1 o'clock on CBS. I think it's uh, undoubtedly the game of the week. Yeah. Um, and uh, on the road, the Jaguars are laying one and a half. One and a half going into Houston. Man, this is good. Like, I don't... I think we're all enamored with Houston right now, and then we see C.J. Stroud three, throw three interceptions last week, and we're like, oh, did we, get, did we get too carried away, right? Like, he hadn't thrown picks all year. Was this, was this the moment that, like, it starts to turn? I'm I'm not gonna do it. I'm buying into it. I don't I don't think that Jacksonville necessarily deserves to be favored on the road based on the totality of what we've seen from them this year, but I get it. Like what we thought they were going to be combined with. I'm taking Houston. I'm I am I'm just feeling it. I think there's something special going on right there. You know that I was feeling that even before the season began. I I thought they were gonna get things I didn't think this, but I'm riding with Houston. Texans is the pick. I can't do it. Um, and it's not that I don't believe in, in C.J. Stroud. He's the rookie of the year. I thought all the MVP stuff was a little bit out of left field for me. Um, but the numbers are there. Jacksonville, I think, got a really big wake-up call against San Francisco. I really like what I saw out of them last week. I like that they finally realized that Trevor Lawrence can move out of the pocket, that they have to get Ridley involved. They still have a really dangerous running game, and their defense isn't bad, and they're tough to throw against. Uh, I'm going to take Jacksonville. It's a small enough number. I'm basically saying to myself who's going to win the game, and I think Jacksonville wins the game. Um, I'm going uh, – I'm going to – I'm staying on the C.J. Stroud train. Um, there might be something to a road Trevor Lawrence, but I also think there's something to C.J. Stroud. And uh, I, I really like the Texans a lot. Um, you know, I mean, the, the Jaguars might have gotten right last week, but that was against a very bad Titans team. Um, and uh, I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the Texans to keep it rolling. Um, on the Jacksonville Jaguars with Ken, only uh, only three total on the Jags. It is John Proctor, Ken Zalis, and Dr. Nick Kelly. Oh, so, damn it. Jeremy Kahn is on our dream side. Is, the dream uh, is over. I was like, if I go, because this is the thing. You know he's not going 9-0. and no. So if I picked yes. all nine games differently with, from him, I'd be like, I feel very confident about my ability to go five and four that week. I'd be like, I think I can pull out a five and four week here. And yeah. I feel like going five and four the rest of the way is just exactly what I want to do. Uh, into the four o'clock window on Fox, Denver will be welcoming Cleveland and the Brownies. And Denver is two and a half point favorites taking on the Browns. What a world where this is like a big game. Yeah. Seven, and, game. seven and three Cleveland Browns. I am still reluctant to buy into what Denver is doing. 
look good in moments, and then it just sort of feels like they're surviving in other moments, and you're reminded that everybody else is just kind of mid. Um, God, this is this is infuriating. Like I want to say, well, it's a good team getting points. I should take them, but it's a good team starting Dorian Thompson Robinson. Ah! Broncos. All right. Um. Yeah. This this wasn't that hard for me. Uh. You know. You, Cleveland's not going to win many football games playing like they did last week. I, I'm just sorry. Uh. They went against the, up against a team that has no identity at on offense. Has a quarterback that's struggling. Yes, they're good defensively, but to go on the road against a team that's playing well that offensively is going to challenge you more. Um, I'm not picking the team that's starting a guy that legitimately had three good passes last week. And they happened at the right time, so they won the game. Uh, I'm going to take the Broncos. It's not that I'm buying into them. I'm just buying into them more offensively than the Pittsburgh Steelers, and that should be enough. Um, yeah, I'm, uh, I am I agree with you guys. I mean, I the Browns defense is really good. This feels like a pretty good, a uh, pretty solid under game for me. Um, so it's definitely going to be close. Uh, so that makes me feel inclined to take the team with the points. But I mean, yeah, like the Browns barely beat the Steelers, who, as Dan Orlovsky put it, were not trying, were not calling plays to even try and win the game yesterday or yesterday, set last week. Um, and I think the Broncos are trying to win. And, you know, so there's going to be a team that's going to kind of sneak in into the playoffs, I think, here in the AFC with all these quarterback injuries. And it, I think, you know, Sean Payton has a chance to kind of rally this Broncos team to do it. They, I think they are good enough to do it. I'm not sure if they'll be able to um, and execute, you know, when they need to. Um, but going against a Browns team that's starting Dorian Thompson-Robinson, I will, I will take the Broncos at home. Um, most of us on the Broncos, there are four backers of the Browns. It is John and Little Rock, uh, Ryan Shell, Andrew Stecka, and then Jeremy Kahn. Oh, yay! Back on the opposite yay. side. Yay! <laughs> Uh, also at 425, Buffalo will head to Philly to take on the Eagles. And the Eagles, they are laying three points, taking on the Buffalo Bills. Doesn't feel like enough, does it? I was hoping, I really was hoping that was going to be a big number and I could slide in and I would take the Bills there. But I feel like it'd be foolish to, like, did, did the Bills suddenly get right last week? I, <laughs> I don't know. I, and the Eagles are not perfect. As a lot of people pointed out on Twitter this week, it's almost laughable that like Jalen Hurts is the MVP front runner because you're sort of like, I, that's all this is is just who's got the best record, who's the quarterback. It should be Jason Kelsey. Uh, he didn't. I, I boy, there's an argument actually not for Jason Kelsey really, but like there is an argument for the offensive line and I don't know. Anyway, um, at three points, I have to go with the Eagles. Eagles. Eagles awful. Eagles were awful lucky to win that game with all the drops uh, from Kansas City, um, including what should have been a touchdown pass. Yeah, well, in fairness, that's what Kansas City does. Like, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> that was always part um, of the calculus. But I, I'm not, I'm not thinking that the Bills last week were doing anything, but just they were just handed the ball the entire game. And um, I'll take Philly at home. It's only three. I'm not buying that everything is right in Buffalo all of a sudden because the Jets were just offensively just got awful. 
Uh, yeah, I agree again once again. Um, it may continue my streak of not being able to pick any Bills games right this season. Um, but once again, I, it feels like a no-brainer. You have to take the Eagles at at, on, at only three because they've been playing so. I mean, they haven't been playing. Yeah, I guess that much better than anyone else, but they're playing winning football, and uh, the Bills just haven't. Um, so uh, I will take the Eagles along with most of us. There are three backers of the Bills: Dr. Nick Kelly taking the Buffalo Bills, Andrew Stecka, and Jeremy Kahn. Hey, once again. Yeah. Hey. This is on, crazy. <laughs> on the opposite it's, side. It's very clear the going against the public thing, man. Yeah. Um, and then finally, uh, on Sunday Night Football in Los Angeles, the Chargers will host the Baltimore Ravens at 820 on NBC, and the Ravens are laying three and a half here going against the Chargers. Ha. Ravens. I, I I want to talk myself into like that this is a trap game, this is what happens, but I I can't I can't let that stuff end up conflicting ultimately there's no reason to have faith in the Chargers. They were already a bad defense and they lost Joey Bosa. I get it. We have to see how the Ravens adjust to life with Mark An- without Mark Andrews, but there is not much to like about this Chargers team, and that number is too small for me to be afraid of it. Ravens is the pick. I am petrified of a trap game. Petrified. Because the Chargers can score. But that Bosa thing's a big deal. And even though their defense wasn't playing well, Bosa does give them a disruptor. That, you know, strip sack, changes the momentum of a game, blah, 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 blah. I just feel like so many people are on the are going to be on the Ravens because it is such a small number that it's as trap a game as, as they've played. And we know what happens when the Ravens have a trap game. They tend to get trapped. Mm, look at you. How long have you been working on that one? Did you warm that one up in the bullpen before you came in? Actually, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, top of my head, believe it or not. But I'm going to take the Ravens. Because I, I know the Andrews thing is going to be a big deal, and I know they have to work some things out, but they are just superior to this San Diego team as anybody, as 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 any team on every aspect, offensively, defensively, position by position, outside of maybe the running back position and one wide receiver position. Right. Every other position, they're they're dominant. I'll take the rate. Yeah, I'm taking the Ravens as well. I mean, maybe the hook makes so you, funny make you we're slightly. All, we're, like we're, uh, we all are taking, and everybody's just like, well, well, well. I don't well, know. I, I, I don't, you know. Ravens. Yeah. Ra- I mean, are, yeah. Are, are, so here's just... the thing, Glenn. Are any of us going to be shocked? No, of course we're not going to be shocked. But in fairness, right. I, and I mean this, this year in the NFL, how many things are we really shocked by? I know. but Everyone's like, mid. I know. I know. They are. Yeah, I'm taking the, I'm just, yeah, taking the Ravens. Lamar Jackson's still there. I, 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 I trust them to uh, to take care of business uh, across uh, across the country on Sunday Night Football and primetime again. They yeah, like playing on primetime. Days of rest, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Uh, we do have a lone wolf here. Chance oh. to gain some points. Jeremy Kahn? Jeremy Kahn. Jeremy, Jeremy Kahn. Jumping on the Chargers because he has uh, to. That's our he guy. Has to. At this that's point, at this oh. point, he's kind of got to make up ground. Got to go for it. Got to go for it. Very that's good. funny. Very good. All right, uh, KZ. Uh, by the way, picks were also brought to you today. By oh, this one was brought to you by 
How about it was brought to you by the Tyus Bowser Show. A little bit later on, you're going to hear segments number two and three of the Tyus Bowser Show from this past week with Patrick Ricard. The next Tyus Bowser Show will be Tuesday, November 12th. Location to be announced. Of course, we did this two days ago, so maybe it's already been announced. I don't know. But it's to be announced uh, as we had to move the dates, so we're going to move the location as well for the next Tyus Bowser Show. Pressboxonline.com slash Bowser. It's a partnership of Pressbox and Great Ace Memorabilia. It's brought to you by Superbook Sports, HelpMyGamblingProblem.org, and AJ Michaels. At uh, Fans Fantasy on Twitter is where you follow find KZ. Can't follow me anymore there. Oh, you're done? Done. Look at you. Look at find, you. Find, find me, Ken, Ken Zalis uh, underscore KZ on threads. Follow me on Facebook. Follow, if you want my rankings, they're on PressBoxOnline.com. He says he's done, done. You want going to get on TikTok or something maybe? And... No, why not? Do I'm some not. dances? I want to see you dance. I want to see Ken, that. Dude, Ken let's see your park. pretty good strut. ranking videos right. on TikTok, yeah. There are good ranking videos. I will not be doing any. Uh, you'll see his rankings, however, at PressBoxOnline.com and always at Fantasy Pros. Love you, buddy. Appreciate you. Hey. That's wow. it. We will get picks uh, back up at glennclarkradio.com uh, after the show, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, and as we head into break here, uh, don't go too far, though, because we're going to be having uh, the second segment of the Tyus Bowser Show uh, in just a few minutes on the other side of the break. Uh, so, so don't go too far. Why bet with the big boys this football season? Instead, try your hand with the local book, Superbook Sports, this fall. Superbook Sports is the book next door. Just a dedicated team of the best odds makers in Las Vegas, making sure you get the best prices and parlays anywhere. And now, Superbook will give you a bonus of up to $250 when you sign up and wager on the same day and use the promo code GlennClark23, G-L-E-N-N-C-L-A-R-K-2-3. So bet with the best. And use the promo code GlennClark23 this football season with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everyone? It's Tyus Bowser, and I've had so much fun hanging out with Rita and putting up with Glenn the last couple years that I've decided to do it again. Season three of the Tyus Bowser Show is happening this year as we'll be all over town, giving you the chance to get to know me and some of my teammates. As we talk football, life in general, and just say what needs to be said, you can find out more about the show by going to pressboxonline.com Bowser. If you don't live in the area, you can watch the shows live on Facebook and YouTube. And if you miss one, you can listen Friday nights at 105.7 The Fan. So we'll see you all season long for the Tyus Bowser Show a partnership of press box and great ace memorabilia there's so much focus on sports betting these days but i want to talk about an area that nobody wants to gamble on where you choose to go out and spend your hard-earned dollars to eat the costas inn is no gamble at all the quality on their menu is outstanding and the value is off the charts with a great and varied list of specials monday through friday and the staples of the menu whether it's salads burgers fish they're all fantastic and i haven't even mentioned the crabs or crab cakes yet so check out the menu for yourself at costasin.com when choosing a place to dine, never gamble on the food you put in your belly. The Costas Inn at 4100 North Point Boulevard or call 410-477-1975 for reservations and your steam crab orders. What company has the expertise to make your home healthier by purifying your air and killing all viruses, allergens, and bacteria? A.J. Michaels, heating and air conditioning in Baltimore and Annapolis, ajmichaels.com. 
Visit Harford County. Gear up for the holidays by supporting local with Small Business Saturday on November 25th. Take in the dazzling sights of the season with a Ledoux Christmas at Ledoux Topiary Gardens. Enjoy holiday lights, sing along the holiday songs, reserve a carriage ride, and sit on Santa's lap in Bel Air's Winter Wonderland happening every Saturday from November 25th until December 16th. Nothing sparks that holiday joy quite like a festive parade. Head to visitharford.com and click on Events to see the full list of parades and so much more. In Maryland, you're welcome. Whether your focus is luxury and comfort, convenience and technologically advanced connectivity, or sporty performance and aggressive styling, we've got the perfect Highlander for you. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Highlanders from your local Toyota dealer today. Hey Ravens fans, looking for the perfect new game day brew? Get a Guilford, Baltimore's finest craft beer during the next home game at the bank. That's not all. Gather your flock next home game and check out Guilford Hall Brewery's brand new bar, The Gilly Nest, located near Section 505. No tickets? No problem. Enjoy all Ravens games all season long at our restaurant and brewery in Station North. Guilford Hall Brewery, European tradition, Baltimore charm. Sure, Glenn may be in his 40s now, but he looks just as good as he ever has, and he's still as sharp as he ever was. And I say both those things without even a shred of irony. Find out for yourself right now by watching the show at Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports or YouTube.com slash PressBoxOnline. Welcome back in for segment number two of the Tyus Bowser Show. Pressbox 105.7 The Fan. Glenn and Rita. A dude yelling Ravens. Tyus Bowser and Pat Ricard. We are all out here at Mother's North Grill in Timonium. Where Santa is going to be coming up on December 2nd and 9th from 12 to 3 p.m. And also, they're having a big, ugly sweater party on December 2nd from 9 p.m. to close here at Mother's North Grill in Timonium. Please make sure you come out and join them for that. So a few of our regular crew got a very special invite on Friday night, and they got to be part of a very special night as we officially launched the Tyus Bowser Foundation, which we are so happy. Amazing, man. Um, Tyus, you, you told us, you teased it a couple weeks ago, but for people that don't know what it's all about, what do they need to know that you're trying to do and how you're trying to make a difference to the Tyus Bowser Foundation? Yeah, uh, my foundation is focused on uh, underprivileged kids in inner city, uh, just kind of bridging that gap and helping them uh, just get the tools, the, you know, the resources, everything needed to succeed in life. And uh, I just had my first... Uh, um, foundation uh, event this past Friday, just raising money uh, to get um, my first um, event coming in 2024, uh, Teacher Scramble, which is going to help teachers in the uh, inner city to help um, by their well, by their um, students and everything you know needed for their classes. So um, raised a ton of money. I'm excited about it and uh, happy that. I had a great turnout, and uh, looking forward to the many things I'm able to do. Very excited about yeah, it. Yeah, and as a person that you know knows a lot of teachers, I have a lot of friends that are teachers, and every year they send us their Amazon lists to help yeah. you know build their classroom. Um, it's very important for us to really try to give back to those who really taught us the things that we needed to know growing up. So I love that that is your 
Um, what your foundation is focusing on is very important for us to support our educators. And uh, I look forward to seeing what else that you have in store for 2024 and beyond. Yes, I've definitely got a lot more in store, but I know just starting out, this is going to be something that I'm looking forward to. I'm excited about and uh, just can't wait to just help out, you know, in this community. They've done so much for me and I just want to do the same. That's awesome, man. We're so proud to be a part of that. TyusBowser.org yes. is the website. And if yes. you're, I know Giving Tuesday is coming up. Yep. If you're in the giving mood, just there's, the, Yeah, please. there's a QR code on there. Uh, you know, anything is helpful. And uh, it all goes towards the foundation helping out with uh, this first event, the Teacher Scramble. So, so anything is appreciated. That's so awesome, man. Uh, you don't know that, that Pat and I have actually been involved with the charity together for years. Really? Yeah, we, uh, we are both softies, is what we are. Now, okay. I'm not quite as soft, I think, as Pat is. Really? Which I know is weird to think. Are, you, look, are you comfortable saying that I, to his I face? Am. That's what I'm saying. You guys don't realize Pat Ricard, huge cat guy. Huge cat guy. I didn't know this. I have three cats at home. It wasn't always like that. <laughs> I didn't like. I didn't love cats. I never had one growing so up. So where did this come from? My rookie year, my girlfriend at the time, wife now, she was, you know, getting ready to go to grad school. She was here my rookie year, just by herself throughout the whole day. It was very lonely. You know, didn't know many people down here, and she grew up with a cat, so she really wanted a cat. And I didn't like cats. Never had one. And I was a dog guy. And we went to a shelter, and we saw a cat, and he was pretty cool. Wow. So we took him home, and he ended up being, like, the chillest little dude ever. Really? And then a year later, you know, she's now in grad school. I'm in my second season, and we realized our little guy. His name's Harrison. Who's his name already? We kept it. It's Harrison Ford, because I'm a big Star Wars guy. Okay. We felt like he was kind of getting lonely. So we wanted to get a sibling, and my wife really wanted a cat named Penelope. And <laughs> I didn't realize it was because of her favorite show. I, I think it's uh, like CSI or something like that. Okay. And there's a girl named Penelope Garcia on the show. I'm going to have to trust you on so this. this is she like named it after her. So pretty know. much we went to go to check another cat out. I really liked one. She really liked one. So I'm like, we're getting them both because I'm not leaving without <laughs> the cat I want. So now we have three, wow. and they're all like, they're kind of like dogs. Yeah. You know, they just want to love, cuddle, play. They don't pee or poop anywhere but the litter boxes. They don't scratch anything really. They're super nice with people. They're great. And they're like self automated, you know? So, have you had the chance to kind of talk with Ronnie and Marlon? Because, you know, they're really big cat, cat guys as well. Like, have you been able to talk to them? Wait, yeah. who else is a cat guy? Ronnie, Ronnie Stanley, oh, yeah, of course, uh, right? Marlon yeah. Humphrey. I didn't know Marlon was a kid. Yeah, yeah. Marlon, Marlon, Marlon this, always talks about Yeah, he's had yeah. Snowflake. Snowflake's like yeah. Instagram Snowflake has famous. his own Instagram, like yeah, more yeah, followers yeah. than me. Yeah. 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 We got yeah. it. We, well, we, Ronnie comes out and is really involved with Show Your Soft Side yeah, as well. With dogs, yeah. Right. yeah, with dogs, right. Yeah, with dogs. He's and a he's, big softy. Oh, big, big softy. softy. Big yeah. softy, yeah. Ronnie Stanley. Yeah. Um, that's been, I know that's been really important to you, being involved with that group. And as you have entrenched yourself in this community, what it's meant to be able to give back and to help out, you know, animals that need it in our community, yeah. I know has been a big deal for you as well. Yeah, I mean... After getting my cats, it's, it, it just shows that there's so many other animals that are in shelters or in need, and 
you know, if I can get involved and show your soft side by doing different events with them or whatever I can do. Um, and besides that, just so many of my great teammates have so many foundations and so many different things that they do week after week that I try to get involved with and try to help those guys out in the community. So, you know, it's a lot of great things that so many people are doing and, you know, it's hard not to be a part of it. It's awesome. That's Ty, awesome. Ty, is that boats the question? Are you an animal person? Do you have dogs at home, cats at home? Did you grow up with any animals? So I didn't grow up with any animals besides whenever I go and see my, uh, my dad in uh, San Diego. He had a dog. Um, and it was cool. Like, I didn't have any issues with dogs. Actually, dogs love me for some strange reason. They just like being around me. They love dog, everybody. Dogs, no, no, they don't. They, they dogs really, don't love everybody. Don't lie like, like that. Like any dog. They just, there's like an energy to them, and they just yes. like to gravitate They know that me. you're a good person. Yeah. But, I mean, they I They are perceptive. I don't, yeah. But I don't have a dog. I don't think I want a dog because it's a ton of responsibility. Well, what about the cat? Have, the cat is self-sufficient. The same. No, no, you don't have to do anything with the cat. I'm good on the cat. There's as a well. thing called a litter robot that literally cleans its litter for itself, by itself. <laughs> now, what's this called? Because I have a cat now. Litter robot. Okay. It's pretty sweet. See, man. To Amazon, I'm, I go. Yeah. <laughs> man, I'm just, I'm just too busy. I'll be having other things I'm trying to do. Man, I don't need true. to be having no cat. You know, I see him here, and then I check out the TV or something, and then he right behind my back, and I don't even know where you at. I, don't, I ain't got time oh, for you, it. Oh, you don't like the sneakiness. No, I don't like the sneakiness. Until you love them. Then then you accept the sneakiness. See, no, nah, nah, I'm, I'm good on that. I'm All good right. on that. All right. Hey, uh, the Ravens are currently the number one seed in the AFC. Don't Clap know if you heard. Clap that up now. If, if you're starting to feel like a Festivus run might be coming, you can get them at plus 280 to win the AFC. Plus 700 to win it all right now at Superbook. Download the Superbook app or visit Superbook.com. Use the code GlennClark23, two N's in Glenn, GlennClark23 when you sign up, and you'll receive a same-day first bet match, win or lose, up to $250. Tyus Bowser Show, Pressbox 105.7, The Fan. Uh, Pat, we had a conversation in the offseason, and you were, like, very open and honest about... I don't know what this is going to be like with a new offensive coordinator, right? Like, I, I don't know if there's a role for me. I don't know. And I, I appreciated how honest you were being about it. As it turns out, there's a hell of a role for you. Um, can you take me through what that was like? You know that the fullback position is not treated the same way everywhere in the NFL. How much confusion you had and how quickly you realized, like, Oh no, I'm gonna be good. I'm gonna be just fine in this new offense. Yeah, I mean, I, I've had two different coordinators since I've been here, and the first one used fullbacks a little bit, but the last one, Greg Roman, used it a lot. So like the last couple of years, I've been playing a lot. So we're having a new offensive coordinator. They bring in all these receivers, draft receivers, and you just don't know if they're gonna completely just get away from the position and, and just run the ball, or you know, just operate in a different way and you know so I just wasn't really sure how he what he was going to do and I couldn't control any of that so I had hip surgery so I just had to focus on that and then once we started OTAs and uh, mini camp and training camp and I wasn't doing anything and was just watching and I could kind of see where I would fit in the offense because I couldn't be used in so much and that's what Greg Roman did such a great job with me was using my versatility and as a fullback, as a blocking tight end, and protections, and, you know, getting the ball here and there a little bit to where, you know, where 
with Monkey and I could kind of see, you know, the guys we have and what would be asked of me, I could definitely see a role for me. And it was just a matter of me actually being able to practice. And once I did, you know, it was, it was at that point, okay, now you kind of see what I can do. You actually can see me in practice. You can see me in games to where you can see the player I am, see how versatile, how smart I am, tough, physical, all that stuff to where you can use me in different ways that maybe you didn't anticipate or think you could. And, and you know, that's, that's all I could really do. And so that's what I'm going to keep doing. I'm going to keep trying to expand myself in the offense, try to play every single snap if I possibly can. <laughs> but, no, seriously, it's, uh, it's always uh, evolution for me, you know. I'm always asked to do different things that have never been done. So it's going to keep it rolling. Tyus, you've talked about how res your respect for Pat in terms of how – he plays multiple positions. He's played defense, but he's also, you know, done multiple things on offense. So, does he know that you feel fond about? You said his, what was that last part? Multiple things. What was that last part? You've, you've respected his game. Is basically what oh, I'm saying. Oh, absolutely. So I said, does he know that you feel fond about him being multifaceted in football? No, man. I mean, Pat is my guy. You know, being a guy from Maine, I wasn't expecting to see that much from him. But just to see the type of guy he is, how, how hard he works. I bet Tyus going war on Maine, by the way. Like, Byron is <laughs> crazy. Unprovoked. Maine. It's a small school, you it's know? It's a small school. I was undrafted. Same draft class, though. So yeah, we've he been here together that. through it he all. He knows that. So, I mean, for me to just see the evolution of him, uh, just being able to play defense and understanding the situation he is that he's in and try to make the most of what he's able to do. And you've seen it work for him. I mean, Imagine trying to run in front, run in front of a 6'4", 300-pound guy playing fullback. Like, that's, that's, that's something that you have nightmares of. And for him to come from defense to, you know, learn the offense and just to be productive, simple as that, to be productive on that side and do what he does, I mean, that just shows you how versatile, how athletic, how great this guy is. And there's a reason why. You know, what else? They, what call, else? What they, else? they call him Pro Bowl Pat, you know? So. This, is, this man has all of the nicknames in the world, Pro right? Pat, Pro Bowl Pat, Pancake, Pat, Pat Project. Yeah. I tried Pat. to give him, I tried to give him Pineapple good. Pat at one point because he's a good American and respects that pineapple belongs on pizza. It does not. Oh. That, that works, too. And we it phased that not. one out, didn't we, real yeah. fast? Didn't, yes, that, one did. didn't, that one didn't stick, <laughs> but I still appreciate his opinion, and I'm not sure how I feel now that I know that about you, Tyus. I'm not going to look at you in the same way. Uh, <laughs> Has there ever been, you know, I don't think you guys don't really do Oklahoma drills anymore, but, like, has there ever been a collision between the two of you guys at practice over the I years? I mean, in, like, training camp and stuff like yeah. that. But I, I try to do my best to make the business move, the <laughs> best executive move. To, they're, they're smart. Yeah, we're smart people, man. We're smart. <laughs> we, but, we, we practice enough against each other. But, and we, we kind of grandfather a little bit, brother-in-law a little bit. Like, yeah, we're not you got to take like, care of each other. Go, you, like, I'm not going to pancake go in practice. Yeah. But we also know, too, that we got a two-and-a-half-hour practice. What a benevolent guy, too, right? Yeah. Like, what a He's a good dude, you know? <laughs> he cares about my career just like he cares about his. Exactly. <laughs> as long as we both do our job and we're doing it, you know, in the way that they want us to, that's all that matters. Pat, what you said a second ago, though, undrafted. Like, what you've carved out, there's, there's kids here wearing your jersey, right? Like, you're a fullback that went undrafted. Nothing was guaranteed to you. You're seven years in. You, you're on your way to your fifth Pro Bowl. Like, 
do you ever reflect on like how truly remarkable this journey is and like how cool it is to be embraced by this community the way that you've been? Yeah, I mean, you know, going to Maine was my only Division One scholarship, so just doing that itself was a big achievement, and the NFL was just kind of like a pipe dream. I just knew if I worked really hard and had a vision, and, you know, I think anything's possible, and, I, and that's what I did. And just me being in the NFL alone is more than I ever thought was possible. So like, everything else is just icing on the cake, and I just take it one day at a time, and just like I said, just work as hard as I can, and have a vision and a goal. And you know, it's it's not just me; it's also great support from my teammates, my coaches, this community. Like I didn't play offense in college. So like that alone was a big learning curve. So I had to really lean on a lot of people and I have a great support system with my wife, my three cats, Harrison, Milo, and Penelope. And then also, you know, my They're family. listening too, so I'm glad you got yeah. your names in. They would have been really offended. So like it's you know, it's it's definitely crazy and I cherish every day and I'm grateful for every opportunity and just try to make the most of it because you just never know when it's gonna be over. Um, so yeah, it's definitely it's definitely been a crazy ride so far, and it's gonna keep going. You know, still still want a couple more solid years, and maybe, maybe a little more. I don't know, but yeah. year seven. You know, it's 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 been a while. It's been a wild ride so far. But also, this is a town that is very fond of their fullbacks. If you look back into the history of, you know, Ravens fullback, Vontae Leach comes here often. Leron McClain was one of the uh, players of the game recently. So I think you did a great job of transitioning from defense to fullback. This town will love you forever just based off of you being a fullback alone. Thank you, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's definitely been like a fullback factory here for some reason, I don't know why. And then as soon as I came here in 2017, my rookie year, that's when Kyle Juszczyk was a fullback and he left in free agency, so they needed a fullback and I was on a drafted D lineman. Just thinking I was doing pretty good, you know? I thought I was like, <laughs> oh, like, I, I can actually play with these guys. And then all of a sudden, a weekend, they're like, hey, do you want to try to rip a fullback? I'm like, sure. Like, I'll, I'll be the water boy if I have to to make the team. And, um, and, you know, now we're here we are. So it's, you know, definitely try to embrace it. You know, Baltimore's a gritty city, and my position's very gritty, so I can relate a lot, and people can relate to me and what I do. So um, go fullbacks, I guess. <laughs> I love that. Go fullbacks. We need to start, like, a Pat McAfee, like a For the Brand version for fullbacks. So, yes. So my rookie year, I think it was, Keith Smith's a fullback. He's near like 10 right now with the Falcons, and he has a fullback line, a brand called Make Fullbacks Great Again. Yeah. So I don't, I don't that know. That might you know, not be embraced by Trump, everybody. That you know, might, but like, the message is there. The message. Yeah, I, you know, right. Utilize them. Use fullbacks right. more. Right. I like but that. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. Hey, uh, Tyus, I, not to end this segment on a downer, but you, we were at your event on Friday night. And we talked to you about some loss that you experienced in your life recently. And you had a powerful message that you shared when you talked about your teammates from Houston that had passed away. Um, would you be willing to share with everybody just a, a little reflection about those guys and how important it is to you that we all tell people that we love them? Yeah, absolutely. Um, this past, well, not this past Saturday, but the Saturday before, um, Three of my teammates back in college um, were killed in a, um, in a car accident uh, that morning. And um, those three guys are guys that I either played with or that was a mentor or just a guy that I looked up to. Um, DJ Hayden, who's played many years in the league, was a first round draft pick. He had left the year that I came in and just as uh, a freshman, just watching him get drafted out of Houston you know, that was that was such a motivator for me to be in the same shoes as him and just be able to trade jerseys with him, 
just being able to sit down, work out with him, you know, for the amount of uh, off seasons that I've had and just being able to talk and just connect and being able to vibe and just be around him was amazing. And um, another one was Zach McMillan. Um, he was actually one of my mentors my freshman year. He was a senior at the time, played cornerback. But one of the things that uh, he always told me that I always kept with me was um, if you if you fail to prepare, you prepare to fail. And that's one of the things that I always carried with me, you know, throughout my career in the league as far as just always making sure that, you know, I got my body right, mental right, make sure that I'm in the playbook, knowing what, knowing everything that I'm doing, um, even outside of football, a little foundational stuff, things like this, just making sure that I'm prepared to be at my best. And, you know, he played a big part in my life. And uh, the last guy is Ralph. Um, he was actually one of our tackles my freshman year. He was a senior as well. And uh, I just make it a joke of just how um, I had my first I had my first ever fight with him um, just as an old lineman, you know, defensive end battles. And that was the first time that, you know, he tested my manhood and just tested the, t the my integrity, the type of guy that I am. And, you know, I had to stand up for myself. And that was a part of me that I learned. And from there, like he respected me, I respected him. And it was always sharp and iron, sharp, well, sharp and iron, sharp. And so uh, just being able to be around those guys, man, and I say that because I was just with them um, the, before our first game against the Texans. We had that little week off to uh, be able to go back home. We had our first game in Houston. And I seen all, I seen all three of those guys. I hugged them. We was hanging out, talking, catching up. And, you know, in a matter of months, they're gone. And that really affected me that entire week. And it was just one of those things where, you know, you just got to appreciate those moments. You got to appreciate those times of being around, you know, your people, your loved ones, those people that you appreciate because you just never know when that time is, when that time is done. So, you know, I always say to love, make sure you reach out to the people that you love and tell them that you love them. You know, and that's what I did when I was around. I'm like, bro, I love you, dog. Appreciate everything that you've done for me. You know, it's always good seeing you, brother. You know, it's all love this way. Like, I make sure that I tell that I tell them that because you know they played a big part in my in my life. And then even so, just you just never know when when your time is when your time is done. So, you know, make sure you reach out to your loved ones. Make sure you tell them that you love them, that you appreciate them. And, uh, man, just continue to live, you know, each and every day, you know, 10 toes down, live in a moment because you just never know. That's wonderful, man. That's wonderful. I'm, I'm sorry about the loss that you experienced, but I can tell you that this dude, he means what he's saying. Like when he talks to us, it's always, I love you, I appreciate you, and that always means the world to me. So Absolutely. thank you for that. Yes, dude. sir. All right. Uh, Tyus Bowser's show, it's uh, brought to you by our friends at Great Eights Memorabilia. And if you're in the holiday spirit and want to help those in need while meeting some of your favorite players, then check out Great Eights Memorabilia's Rolling with Santa Bowling Party and Toy Drive on Saturday, December 16th at Parkville Lanes with Keaton Mitchell and Brandon Stevens. Tickets are $49 for adults, $25 for kids with a family four-pack, just $125, or $200 for a full-lane rental for six people. Includes two hours of bowling, shoe rental, pizza and drinks, a gift from Santa for the kids, and the meet and greet. Get your tickets now, great8smemorabilia.com with the number eight. We got one more segment to go. We got to talk about Thanksgiving, so we'll do that next.
Pat Ricard's here. Tyus Bowser's here. It's the Tyus Bowser Show. Press Box 105.7 The Fan. All right, that was segment number two of the Tyus Bowser Show with Pat Ricard and, uh, and Tyus, of course, and, of course, Glenn and Rita as well. Uh, we're going to take a break here, but coming up on the other side, we're going to preview Ravens Chargers uh, on Sunday Night Football with uh, L.A. radio host and former NFL QB Rodney Pete. Uh, so that's coming up next. Hey, Ravens fans, looking for the perfect new game day brew? Get a Guilford, Baltimore's finest craft beer, during the next home game at the bank. That's not all. Gather your flock next home game and check out Guilford Hall Brewery's brand new bar, The Gilly Nest, located near Section 505. No tickets? No problem. Enjoy all Ravens games all season long at our restaurant and brewery in Station North. Guilford Hall Brewery, European tradition, Baltimore charm. Come for a game, stay for everything else. Book an unforgettable fall getaway in Charm City. Enjoy only in Baltimore festivals, mouthwatering eats, and endless entertainment. Treat yourself to a staycation in the heart of downtown or try one of the city's many charming neighborhood hotels. And don't miss out on packages for free parking, breakfast, and more. Plan your stay at baltimore.org slash hotels. Why bet with the big boys this football season? Instead, try your hand with the local book, Superbook Sports, this fall. Superbook Sports is the book next door. Just a dedicated team of the best odds makers in Las Vegas, making sure you get the best prices and parlays anywhere. And now, Superbook will give you a bonus of up to $250 when you sign up and wager on the same day and use the promo code GlennClark23, G-L-E-N-N-C-L-A-R-K-2-3. So bet with the best. And use the promo code GlennClark23 this football season with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Six chicken tenders made from fresh, never-frozen Royal Farms world-famous chicken, a family-sized order of Western fries, honey mustard dipping sauce, and a two-liter bottle of Dr. Pepper. It's Royal Farms' new Tucker's Tenders Meal. It's Justin Tucker's favorite, and at only $19.99, it'll be your favorite meal, too. The new Tucker's Tenders Meal, available only at Royal Farms. Now you can kick back, relax, and eat like a champion. Real fresh, real fast, Royal Farms. Gambling can be a fun and entertaining experience, but there are risks involved. If you're planning on betting on the game at the casino or on your phone or computer, know your limit, stay within it. Set a budget and a time to stop. Remember, gambling isn't a financial solution and it doesn't mix well with alcohol or drugs. Know the risks and have a plan before you begin gambling. For free and confidential services, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org. What's up, everyone? It's Tyus Bowser, and I've had so much fun hanging out with Rita and putting up with Glenn the last couple years that I've decided to do it again. Season three of the Tyus Bowser Show is happening this year as we'll be all over town, giving you the chance to get to know me and some of my teammates. As we talk football, life in general, and just say what needs to be said, you can find out more about the show by going to pressboxonline.com slash Bowser. If you don't live in the area, you can watch the shows live on Facebook and YouTube. And if you miss one, you can listen Friday nights at 105.7 The Fan. So we'll see you all season long for the Tyus Bowser Show a partnership of PressBox and Great Ace Memorabilia. What company has the expertise to make your home healthier by purifying your air and killing all viruses, allergens, and bacteria? A.J. Michaels, heating and air conditioning in Baltimore and Annapolis, ajmichaels.com. 
Make sure you're tuned in every Tuesday for PressBox Fantasy Football Analyst Joe Serpico to get you ready for your Waiver Wire Wednesday, brought to you by Live Casino and Hotel. And if you have other fantasies you want fulfilled, subscribe to Glenn and Jeremy Kahn's OnlyFans page at... Wait, are people supposed to know about that? Well, indeed, coming up this Sunday night, it is Ravens Chargers. We'll be with you after the game for Project Game Day at Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports, YouTube.com slash PressBoxOnline. But let's preview the Chargers right now, and it's an honor to uh, welcome in a former NFL quarterback and a man who's a host on AM570 out in Los Angeles. He is the great Rodney Pete, and he's with us here on GCR. Rodney, it's Glenn in Baltimore. It's really great to catch up with you. Hope you and your family had a great Thanksgiving. Thank you for taking the time for us. Thanks a lot, man. Yes, we did. Of course, I ate too much as I usually do, but uh, all is good. All is good. I hope you and your family had a good one as well. Uh, and we really did, and appreciate you saying that, man. Um, Rodney, I... I, I when I say what's wrong with the Chargers, I know it's a complicated question, right? Like I know there's a oh lot of layers God. to it. Let me start with the defense, which already had problems and now loses Joey Bosa on top of it. It should we be expecting that the Ravens should be plenty capable of just sort of coming in here and almost moving the ball at will against the Chargers on Sunday nights? Well, here's the thing. I, I think the out here um, it's one of those nervous matchups because the, the, the Ravens certainly are capable, uh, w- uh, with the exception of a couple hiccups this year, the Ravens have basically moved the ball on anyone. And the way the Chargers are playing right now, um, from just on the field and also a confidence level, it's just not a great matchup for the Chargers with the Ravens coming to town because they can't stop anybody. And, and that's a problem. And I don't know, you know, there's not just one thing. It's not just, oh, they're bad in the passing game. Oh, they're bad in running. They're bad all over on defense. And they're mostly, they're bad situationally. You know, third downs, they're bad. Fourth mm-hmm. downs, they're even, even worse. Uh, inside the red zone, they're bad. And I can't put the finger on it. I think the thing that stands out for, for Charger fans is that Brandon Staley's a defensive coach. Right. And why hasn't the defensive side of the ball been better? We heard him get a little testy in the uh, post-game press conference last week um, with a reporter that was asking again if he would consider relinquishing defensive play-calling duties. Um, I think most people are assuming that we're kind of at the end of the rope with Brandon Staley. Are we at the place where Rodney, like, if it doesn't go well on Sunday night, it it could be his last game as the Chargers coach? Is it it at that point yet? You know what? I I, – don't think the charge and the charges have come out and and basically said they don't like to fire coaches in the middle of the season. Spanos has said he doesn't like to do that. Um, but if the game goes bad and it goes ugly on Sunday night, uh, I would not be shocked. Put it that way, wow. I would not be shocked because there have been some ugly games this year. Um, obviously, their their season, if not over already. With a loss Sunday, would would completely be done. Um, it, even within the division, uh, division where they were looking to challenge Kansas City, uh, you've got the Raiders and you've got the Broncos ahead of them. So it's it's just bad all around. And if a, if there's a blowout Sunday night, again, I wouldn't be shocked. Why is the like you know you bring up the situation and maybe that's what it comes down to. I guess the the confusing part for me, Rodney, is looking at this defense from a personnel standpoint. And I know that losing Bosa hurts, but, you know, you're still talking about, uh, you know, Khalil Mack, and you're still talking about Derwin James and Kenneth Murray and Kendricks and Asante Samuel. And I sort of just say to myself, 
H- how could a defense with this many be good players be struggling this badly? That's a good question. And even with uh, – because other than, you know, this this past week with Joey Bosa, he played most of the season, had some mixing and cuts. But him and Khalil Mack were playing. Like you said, Derwin James was playing. Um, yet they were 31st in the league in, in yards per game. I mean, it, it just doesn't add up. And so when you do have that kind of talent, you start to wonder, is it scheme? Is it something that they're doing schematic-wise that is not allowing them to make plays and be efficient? And that falls back on the coaching. Um, but it, it's really hard to, to put a finger on it. And I think the biggest thing, the most glaring thing for, for Charger fans is here we've got a fantastic young quarterback. Uh, if you just yeah. take him away from the Chargers, he's having a really good season. You know, and, 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 but the team is not doing well, and sometimes that reflects back on the quarterback. Um, but it's like they're wasting a tremendous young talent at quarterback by not having the defense shore up or not having the ability to win some football games. Uh, Rodney Pete is with us from AM570 out in Los Angeles, uh, a great NFL quarterback. We're chatting about Ravens Chargers on Sunday night. Rodney, before I get to Justin Herbert, if I could, I I know at the beginning of the year the question of the hangover thing came up, and it's it's easy to be dismissive of that, hey, it's a new team. But this deep into the year, do you wonder at all if this team was still affected by what happened in Jacksonville in January and whether or not they've just – they've never been able to shake it and Brandon Staley never will be able to shake it? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, you, you like to think that it's a it's a different season and a new year, but sometimes when you experience a loss like that to end your season, you have all off season to think about it. And of course, that was that was a bad one, and it wasn't one of those that went back and forth and at the end of you know went down to the wire and they kicked the last second field goal. It's one of the ones you're up by 27 points. Yeah, and there's no way as a and again I keep going back to this. And I've said this on my show oftentimes, as a defensive coach, you have to have some sort of identity on your team. And it should be the defense. That's what your expertise, that's why you were hired. You did well as a defensive coordinator. And yet your defense is not playing well and hasn't played well for several years. Then that is a problem. I think the hangover may be more so on Brandon Staley and coaching staff than it is on Mm. You know the the players per se, That's um, because I go back to say I think it's not so much the play. I think it's more scheme and what they're trying to do um, than anything else. All right, you brought up Justin Herbert, Rodney, and you of course would be a man that knows a thing or two about really good quarterbacks. So I am enamored. I always have been since he came into the league. He's been one of my favorite players to watch play the game. His skill set is just so special. I feel like there has been more pushback this year. Not to your point. Not that anything has necessarily been his fault, but that there has been more of a question about do we definitively know that he's in the highest echelon of NFL quarterbacks? So as someone who doesn't watch, I will ask you, are we still confident that that is who Justin Herbert is and that really it has just been an ungodly set of circumstances that have been around him and not at all because of him? Um, yes, I think that's who Justin Herbert is. I think he's a tremendous talent. I really do. I think that he is, he has unfortunately been thrown into, uh, the category of a quarterback on a, on a team that doesn't win. And when that happens, 
you know, the fingers point at the head coach and then they point right at the quarterback. But if you look at his numbers, he's having a pretty good season, actually having a really good season. Um, you, you take, and a lot of it is not his fault. You, you take the Green Bay game. That's a, that's a nail-biting game that, that kind of goes down to the wire. They could, either team could win that game, could go back and forth. He throws a perfect pass to the young receiver, rookie receiver, I forget his name now, uh, their, their young first-round rookie. Clinton Johnson, And he right? drops it. Yeah. The, yeah, drops it on the sideline. Well, that's not Justin Herbert's fault, right? right? That's, a, that's a play that puts him in a position to win the game, right? And that's a, that's a win for, for the Chargers. Instead, the Chargers lose that game. And now they go to the to, to forward six, and it's like, oh, the Chargers are – who's their quarterback? It's Justin Herbert. But by no means do I think that uh, – the uh, the fascination or excitement about him has worn off because he's playing well each and every week. So what is like? It, how could it go right for them? This is the we have some trepidation in Baltimore, Rodney, because obviously we've watched the Ravens. You brought it up earlier. Lose a couple of games that not only were they not expected to, but games where they've had leads, and it's just been a weird year. We know how good they are. They've just sort of had moments where they kind of let their foot off the gas and. With a bye looming and coming off a big win over the Bengals, maybe this one feels like a bit of a trap for the Ravens. What what would the roadmap be for the Chargers to surprise the NFL world and and get things figured out in order to win this game against the Ravens on Sunday night? Well, it would have to start with the Ravens. They'd have to beat a quality opponent. Um, and certainly doing that at home, would give them a lot of bounce back. I, I, I really believe that. I mean, now it's a difficult task. Um, but if they were able to pull that off, um, then they've got some divisional games that they're playing. They've still got to play the Broncos twice. They uh, play the Raiders. I think it's, um, it's one of those things that it could kickstart the rest of their season. But there's no room for error. It, it would have to start with a, with a win over Baltimore. And I'm sure in that locker room, they are saying this is our season. This is the game that we have to win in order to salvage our season. It's going to be tough, but but that is the game. We got them at home. Um, let's go show out on Sunday night. So this is a this is an extremely important make or break the season game for the Chargers. So in that respect, I get where you're coming from from a, from a Ravens standpoint mm-hmm. because this is a up against the wall. Uh, make or break for the Chargers. Uh, it's a desperate team, right? Like, which is what, frankly, the Browns yeah. were a couple weeks ago when they came to Baltimore uh, before Deshaun Watson got hurt. And if they had lost that game, they would have been right. out of the AFC North race. And the Ravens got a big lead, but the Browns didn't give up because they were desperate. Their backs are against the wall. And I think we're feel. I, I I think you and I are probably feeling the same way. On paper, this feels like a game like the Ravens should probably win by a touchdown, maybe ten something like that. But this is Correct. football and a desperate team. I, I, you said playing at home, Rodney. I always worry about that with the Chargers. I never know exactly what home field ma- advantage matters. I don't, I'm not trying to <laughs> well, be disparaging to the good folks. It just means they don't have to travel. Yeah, it just means they don't have to travel across country. That's all that means at Thanksgiving time. That is true. It doesn't mean that there won't be more, more Ravens fans in the crowd than Chargers oh, fans. Man, That's that another is... unfortunate part of it. But, but, yeah, it just means they don't have to travel. Um, Rodney, if I could, before we let you go, and I, and I really appreciate it, you are someone, um, I just read uh, John Eisenberg, a great football author, just wrote a book called Rocket Men uh, that, that mentioned, it was about the history of black quarterbacks in the NFL, and, mm-hmm. and you were involved in it, of course. And I wonder what it means to you, knowing the types of things that you had to go through as a black quarterback, to see who Lamar Jackson is, 
what he means to black culture, how he's been, you know, unapologetic about who he is, that he had to deal with all of the, you know, all of the stuff. We want you to change positions and stood steadfast. And while he hasn't won a Super Bowl yet and he still has to accomplish those things, he has proved so many people wrong throughout the course of his life. As someone who went through a lot of things, what has it meant to you to see Lamar Jackson's path and what he's accomplished in the NFL? I am, I am, I am absolutely so proud of him for, as you mentioned, being steadfast in his beliefs and what he wanted to do. He is a quarterback, period. And they asked him to work out at wide receiver at the combine. He said no. They wanted to change his position. He said no. People talked about him. Oh, he's got to throw from the pocket. He's got to do this and that. And everything out of his mouth is, I'm just playing quarterback. However, it ta- whatever it takes to, to get our team to win. It feels like, and it felt like, Lamar was playing in an era that I was playing in, where you had to answer those questions every season or every week about, you know, are you good enough? Um, or you're, you're such a good athlete, you need to, maybe we could play you at defensive back or something like that. Um, in an era where you are seeing a lot more black quarterbacks, you're seeing guys like C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young get draft, drafted number one and two and start for their team. Um, that, that didn't happen during the time I was playing. So, but even now when you're seeing that, you got guys like Lamar who are still being questioned. Oh, he has to throw from the pocket. I heard, you know, we've been hearing that from him since he came in the league. Uh, well, look, now he's killing people from, from the pocket and with his arm. Um, but he had to fight those people that wanted to change him and thank God he's in a great organization, I believe, with a great head coach that believed in him as well because that doesn't always match up either. Sometimes those outside forces of, you know, the coach yeah. or the organization doesn't match up with your beliefs, and then there's a problem. But it felt like it feels like the Ravens and Lamar are all aligned uh, in his beliefs and what they want to accomplish with him and believe in him that they've given him the reins, and that is uh, that is great to see, and I'm so proud. And he's a special person too, man. Like he is, he is just yeah. a, a special, unique cat, and uh, we've been very, very lucky in our city uh, to get to see this man play football every Sunday, and uh, and also uh, the impact that he's had on our community. So uh, we are, uh, yeah, that's we, fantastic. We've been blessed, Rodney Pete, man, truly an honor. Uh, I know it's at Rodney Pete nine on Twitter. Um, yep. I, and yep. of course the radio show out in LA, is there anything else that we can plug for you, sir? That's it. Go ahead and check out our uh, foundation as well as hollyrod.org. Um, as we do a lot of work with Parkinson's and autism. So you can go check that out as well. It's hollyrod.org. We love um, it. That's it, man. I appreciate joining you today. Hey Rodney, thank you so much for taking the time for us. Enjoy the game on Sunday night. We'd love to do this again down the road. Absolutely, man. No problem. There he goes. That was Rodney Pete uh, and Glenn uh, previewing uh, the the Sunday night game uh, between the Ravens and Chargers, and uh, obviously, you know, Brandon Staley, quite a hot seat out there in uh, L.A. Uh, so that will be uh, just another kind of storyline to watch there on Sunday night. Uh, we're gonna take another break here, uh, and then coming up, we're uh, gonna start winding things down a little bit. We'll do a tidbit tubular as usual as we wind things down uh, before we get a chance to hear uh, the third and final segment of Tuesday's Tyus Bowser Show. Thank you. 
Make the most out of every day in your Toyota RAV4. Available in hybrid or gas-only models. A RAV4 can get you where you want to go in style. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new RAV4s from your local Toyota dealer today. The latest edition of Press Box is available now. On the cover, Todd Karpovich profiles the Orioles' survivors. Anthony Santander, Austin Hayes, Cedric Mullins, and Ryan Mancastle, who all came from the previous regime but stuck through tough times to be key pieces in guiding the franchise back to prominence. Also inside, we remember the iconic Brooks Robinson with tributes from Jim Henneman and myself, Stan the Fan Charles, and a trip down memory lane to remember the most significant moments of his career. Plus, we meet players from college basketball programs around the state. Press Box is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores, and you can always find the entire edition, as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. Visit Hartford County. Gear up for the holidays by supporting local with Small Business Saturday on November 25th. Take in the dazzling sights of the season with a Ledoux Christmas at Ledoux Topiary Gardens. Enjoy holiday lights, sing along the holiday songs, reserve a carriage ride, and sit on Santa's lap in Bel Air's Winter Wonderland happening every Saturday from November 25th until December 16th. Nothing sparks that holiday joy quite like a festive parade. Head to visitharford.com and click on Events to see the full list of parades and so much more. In Maryland, you're welcome. Gambling can be a fun and entertaining experience, but there are risks involved. If you're planning on betting on the game at the casino or on your phone or computer, know your limit, stay within it. Set a budget and a time to stop. Remember, gambling isn't a financial solution and it doesn't mix well with alcohol or drugs. Know the risks and have a plan before you begin gambling. For free and confidential services, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org. There's so much focus on sports betting these days, but I want to talk about an area that nobody wants to gamble on, where you choose to go out and spend your hard-earned dollars to eat. The Casas Inn is no gamble at all. The quality on their menu is outstanding, and the value is off the charts with a great and varied list of specials Monday through Friday. And the staples of the menu, whether it's salads, burgers, fish, they're all fantastic. And I haven't even mentioned the crabs or crab cakes yet. So check out the menu for yourself at CostasInn.com. When choosing a place to dine, never gamble on the food you put in your belly. The Costas us in at 4100 North Point Boulevard or call 410-477-1975 for reservations and your steam crab orders. Six chicken tenders made from fresh, never-frozen Royal Farms world-famous chicken, a family-sized order of Western fries, honey mustard dipping sauce, and a two-liter bottle of Dr. Pepper. It's Royal Farms' new Tucker's Tenders Meal. It's Justin Tucker's favorite, and at only $19.99, it'll be your favorite meal, too. The new Tucker's Tenders Meal, available only at Royal Farms. Now you can kick back, relax, and eat like a champion. Real fresh, real fast, Royal Farms. Come for a game, stay for everything else. Book an unforgettable fall getaway in Charm City. Enjoy only in Baltimore festivals, mouthwatering eats, and endless entertainment. Treat yourself to a staycation in the heart of downtown or try one of the city's many charming neighborhood hotels. And don't miss out on packages for free parking, breakfast, and more. Plan your stay at baltimore.org hotels. Don't forget about Project Game Day after every Ravens game this season. It's kind of like this show, except Rita's also there, so I actually think it's pretty good. But hey, you're already here now, so why don't you go ahead and keep listening to GCR. All right, winding down for a Friday edition of the program. I didn't do the math, so I don't know. We might be saying this at like 11.15. I'm not sure. This is just the nature of where we are. We still have uh, 
obviously still to come. You're about to hear segment number three of the Tyus Bowser Show with Pat Ricard. Tyus Bowser Show, we do it every couple of weeks, but this next one we're going to have to push back. So, as I said earlier, just pay attention, and we'll announce where it's going to be and, and all of that detail, but we'll do it on uh, December 12th. In the meantime, Griffin, I say we get a tidbit. What say you? Uh, tidbit. You know what? Tidbit is brought to you this week by Live Casino and Hotel. You want to let everybody know what's going on at the Live Casino and Hotel these days? Yeah, good news for me because Feast Week has been uh, eating me alive Yeek. right now uh, because they got the second chance to win drawing over at the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel Maryland where you can take your losing bets and turn those into winning opportunities with the second chance to win promotion. And it's starting to wind down a little bit between now and uh, January 4th, 2024. So we still got the whole month of December, uh, but you got to get out to Live Casino and Hotel Maryland where rewards members will be able to enter their losing bets slips into the second chance to win drum and then two nights a week 20 different winners will be chosen with prizes ranging from live casino and hotel maryland apparel sports and social ultimate happy hour plus cash and free play worth up to 500 dollars. drawings will be held every thursday and monday over at the fanduel sportsbook at live casino in hotel maryland at Rondo mills must be 21 please play responsibly for help visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER all right what you got for us for today uh we'll see him in a couple of hours uh tyreek hill and the miami dolphins uh tyreek hill last week had uh, 10 catches for 140 yards and one touchdown it was uh the 10th game in which he has had 10 140 and a touchdown ties him for the most such games all time with 10 and uh, I want to see if he can round out the top seven here, wide receivers, with the most I'm, such games. I'm guessing it's going to be a similar group as the group that we had the other day, earlier in the yeah, week. Yeah, somewhat I'm similar. I'm guessing because it's the catch numbers. That, right. Like, it's got to be. So we'll There's... go We'll go Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice is, of course, he is tied for first with Tyreek Hill and one other. We'll Ten go, such games. We'll go Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald is not in the top seven here. Larry Fitz is uh, quite a ways down. Mm, yeah, it's a little surprising. Less than four. Not really sure what the problem would be there. What the num- what would maybe be a the- yard? I don't. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. One hundred four years a lot. I, sure, but um, if it's effing Antonio Brown, it's not. Uh, sorry, he is actually on the list. Right, I'm gonna put a moratorium okay. on list that okay. involve Antonio Brown. Fair. How, how many more am I trying to come up? with? We are trying to come up with four more top seven here. Hey. Got Tyreek Hill, Jerry Rice, and Antonio Brown. Great. All the good guys. Jerry. Bad for Jerry Rice being yeah. lumped in on the. Uh, how about Julio? Julio is in the uh, top seven here with eight such games. Me and Julio down by the schoolyard. Uh, T.O. Uh, T.O. is just outside of uh, this my cutoff here. He is, has seven games. Andre Johnson. Andre Johnson, he is 10th. Oh, or sorry, he has 10. He is tied for first with oh, okay. Jerry Rice. That's very different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Steve Smith? Steve Smith not in the top seven here. Isaac Bruce. Isaac Bruce is uh, just outside Marvin as well. Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison, wrong. Wow. Indi- <laughs> Indianapolis Colts. Oh, uh, Reggie Wayne. Reggie Wayne okay. on this list. One more we're looking for here. Tied with Julio with for eight games. Tied with Julio for eight games. Wes Welker. Not Wes Welker. Uh, Tory Holt. Not Tory Holt. Chris Carter. Not Chris Carter. Tim Brown. Not Tim Brown. Tim Brown is just outside of it. Uh, he rounds out the top ten. Tied with T.O. So now we might as well just do it. There's two more if you want to round out the top good. ten. Yeah. Uh, 
Heinz Ward. Not Heinz Ward. Good, he sucks. Heinz. F him. <laughs> Where would Heinz Ward uh, be? Andre Reed. Not Andre Reed. Art Monk. Not Art Monk. Just naming Hall of Fame yeah. wide receivers. Now we got to that point of the program. Uh, Roddy White. No, not Roddy White. Anquan Bolden. Not Anquan Bolden. Anquan Bolden's just outside. Michael Irvin. Well. Uh, not Michael Irvin. My God. Um, uh, Randy Moss. Not Randy Moss. Calvin Johnson. Calvin Johnson. He would be tied for uh, tied for tied for eighth. Oh, okay. So, so we've rounded out the top ten except for this last guy who is uh, fifth. Who am I forgetting about? He guy, is it somebody active? He is active. Active. Um, DeAndre Hopkins. Not DeAndre Hopkins. Stephon Diggs. Not Stephon Diggs. Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. That's pretty remarkable that he's already on eight the list. games. That's pretty incredible. Yes. All right. Very good. Tidbit was also brought to you today. Just gonna start naming all the wide receivers. Don Hudson. Keenan Allen's also on this. Uh, oh, you know that makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. Uh, Tidbit was also brought to you by the print issue of Press Box. Only a couple more weeks for this print issue of Press Box. We had a lot of talks this week about our next print issue, which is our best of issue including our Mo Gabba Sports Person of the Year. On the cover of this one, Todd Karpovich dives into the survivors, the uh, position players from the Dan Duquette regime that stayed over through the dark years and helped turn things around for the Orioles. Ryan Mountcastle, Anthony Santander, Cedric Mullins, and Austin Hayes. Uh, plus a lot of tributes to Brooks Robinson inside this print issue of Press Box. Go get it for free at your neighborhood Royal Farms and the hundreds of locations around town where you find Press Box. Read it all, pressboxonline.com. Tidbit is brought to you today by Project Game Day, as we were talking about with uh, Rodney Pete. Project Game Day returns on Sunday night. It's brought to you by AJ Michael, Superbook Sports, and HelpMyGamblingProblem.org. Me, Femi, KZ, Rita, the whole crew, we expect. KZ is not, like, technically, he is not contractually obligated to be there, but I just don't think he has anything else better to do. So we love him. We want him to be there. Um, everybody else, there's no. It's only Fem, Femi, Rita, and I that are contractually obligated to be a part of game day. Everybody else, it's just up to their leisure. But uh, they've been hanging out with us all season. We've been having a lot of fun. So we will see you after Ravens Chargers on Sunday night. Come hang out with us. Pressboxonline.com/slash/game day to find out more. You can watch it at Facebook.com/slash/pressboxsports or YouTube.com/slash/pressboxonline. All right, uh, for the weekend, I, I can't possibly give you all of the college basketball stuff. No, go ahead. Let's, no, I can't. And that's not even the bit because like we're not actually here and we don't know who's matching up in it. It's just even if I knew, it would be entirely too much to go over, so I'm going to choose not to do that. But um, we'll start today, as uh, Griffin mentioned, Dolphins-Jets, 3 o'clock on uh, Prime Video for the uh, Black Friday game. Maryland's women taking on Green Bay in the Cancun Challenge at 1.30 on Flow Sports. Oh. And the big college football game is uh, the one that we did during uh, picks. That's coming up later on tonight on Fox. Oregon State, Oregon at 8.30 as Oregon still alive uh, to try to uh, get into the college football playoff. Tomorrow, Big Ten Network for Maryland Rutgers at 3.30. And then Maryland basketball against South Alabama at 7, also on Big Ten Network. They're going all in on the Terps tomorrow. Uh, Navy tries to get bowl eligible. They take on SMU at noon on ESPN2. Johns Hopkins, second-round matchup in the NCAA tournament. They take on Union at noon. You can watch it at centennialconference.tv or just wander over to Homewood Field. 
I'll be busy. I'm uh, going to the North Pole tomorrow. Very wow. excited about that. Really? Uh, we've been a few times over the years. That's it's pretty far. Be- it's beautiful this time of year. Is it? Uh, it's actually just a short train ride at the BNO Railroad Museum. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the North Pole. <laughs> I uh, love doing that. The kids love it, so we're looking forward to doing that again. Um, local hoops teams tomorrow. Uh, Maryland women take on UMass in Cancun at 11 a.m. and UMBC William and Mary at 2 o'clock. Both those games on Flow Sports, unfortunately. ESPN Plus, Loyola, Missouri at noon. Tough one. Uh, Howard Mount St. Mary's at 4. The big college football game tomorrow, obviously, is Ohio State, Michigan at noon on Fox. Uh, that's followed by Washington State, Washington at 4, also on Fox. And then the Iron Bowl, Alabama, Auburn, although Auburn. Just lost to New Mexico State. Really kind of taking the air out of this one. That's 3.30 tomorrow on CBS for that one. And then on Sunday, of course, uh, the Ravens don't play until Sunday night, so you got the day to sit around and watch football. CBS will have Steelers-Bengals at 1 locally, followed by Bills-Eagles at 4.25. Fox has Browns-Broncos at 4, and then obviously NBC for Ravens-Chargers at 8.20. Uh, Towson Hoops uh, at home against Morgan State on Sunday. It's also on Monumental Sports Network, so you could watch it. But I'm thinking maybe I might wander over. Mm. It's tough because it means I'm giving up time that I could be watching football, and I don't like doing that. But the kids like going to the Towson game, so we'll see. Uh, Coppins at LaSalle, Sunday 1 o'clock on ESPN+. Plus. Everything else sports-wise, go to glennclarkradio.com and find it there. Non-sports. Not a whole lot, because uh, everything... There's not like some Christmas... Spe- Dude, you did this last year. What? I need you to be watching on Christmas specials. I need you to be I, watching I mean, on, like, stuff. I need you to do a better job of that than you did, did. last year. I, we had I, a problem with this there. last like year. Toy After Story, I uh, had to call you out for it, you weren't including them at first. It's Christmas special season. There's not... Get on it. It's Thanksgiving weekend. It's yeah. a lot of sports to watch, so not not a whole lot of new stuff coming out uh, the, like this weekend. Did I see that Fox is moving Family Guy to Wednesdays? Are they really? Yeah, that's a weird. Uh, thing. They might, there is a new episode Sunday night of uh, Family Guy. I, I'm not pretending like I still watch Family Guy right. either, but like I just thought that was interesting. Uh, the only like new thing, the Great Christmas Light Fight uh, on Hell ABC yeah. that uh, season eleven premieres on Sunday night at ten o'clock. And uh, that that is really it. That's uh, like everything. Every, all There's the new stuff they wanted to drop on Wednesday. They wanted to drop everything on Wednesday uh, this week, so everyone can have them for Thanksgiving. Mm, I bet that I'm going to go off back. On Thanksgiving. I'm going to go back and look, and I'm going to find something that you left off the list. The Elf gonna, on the Shelf Sweet oh, yeah, Showdown on the Food Network. Okay, no, not that. Definitely not that. <laughs> Definitely not that. That's uh, that, that's it. That's, uh, right. The Wonderful World of Disney Magical Holiday Celebration also on ABC. That'll be Sunday night as well. So. Of course, the Ravens are playing. So. All right. Uh, Tubular was also brought to you by your local Toyota dealer, buyatoyota.com. The Toyota Tacoma comes in a range of models and trim lines, so you can choose the perfect Tacoma to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today. All right. Uh, thanks today to Rodney Pete. Thanks to Ken Zalis. We will get that up in the greatest hits section of the... Oh, my God. It's so good. ...tab at glennclarkradio.com. As far as housekeeping is concerned, tonight, uh, following the Black Friday game, you'll hear the Tyus Bowser show on 105.7 The Fan, so make sure you check that out. Uh, I mentioned Project Game Day, of course, on Sunday night. We're back on Monday. Stuff and things. Jeremy, you know, the whole deal for a Monday show. Uh, I feel like... Oh, tomorrow morning... The new iteration of the Bat Around begins mm. with Paul Valley and Ryan Blake. They will be with you at 10 o'clock. Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports uh, is where you can watch that. Uh, and it's not going to be a guest show anymore. It's not going to be like the show we do. 
it's just going to be the two of those guys getting together to talk baseball and sort of going over the biggest things. So it'll be probably a shorter show, um, but the new iteration of the Bat Around will start on uh, will start tomorrow. So look forward to that at the same location, Paul Valley and Ryan Blake. Is that it? I might so. be posting this weekend details about our uh, raffle. I actually have it here in studio with me. Oh, uh, all season long, we've been having uh, players sign this very cool helmet that was provided by our friends at Great Eights Memorabilia. You see Pat Ricard on that side, on the back. Matabike. Matabike. I think Tyus is actually back mm. there too. Justice Hill for sure. I would have to pull it out and look to see who some of the other guys are that are on here, but. Um, been doing it. I think that's Brandon Stevens. Oh, when did Brandon Stevens sign it? We didn't have Brandon Stevens <laughs> out. Dice just snuck it on there. Somebody signed Brandon Stevens, and or, uh, or there's something else that I'm. <laughs> Somebody is signature that you think it is. looks like a B. Be- All right, we'll pull it out. We'll look at it anyway. We're gonna be, be doing an auction, <laughs> not an auction. Sorry, a raffle for helping up mission, and I will make the details of that known if. Because I'm, I'm trying to track down a couple of other prizes. I don't want this to be the only prize that we have. Um, but I'll make the details of that known. I need 100 people to chip in 25 bucks, Or I need 25 people to chip in 100 bucks. Whatever it is. Or and, one person. To- yeah, correct. <laughs> chip in 20 And then you're going to be guaranteed to get this helmet. Um, and we're still going to have a few more guys sign it. Uh, Great Eights has some events coming up with like uh, Keaton Mitchell and... Um, actually, it might be Brandon Stevens, ironically. Oh, okay. And uh, whoever the next guest is, the Tyus Bowser show, we'll make sure we get those signatures on it as well before we get it to you. But that's what we're going to be raffling off, and I'm working on a couple other prizes that we will have for our raffle. If you just want to go ahead and get in, Tim from Bel-Air already got in. He's already got four spots in the raffle because he went ahead and put in 100 bucks in. Um, if you want to join, you know, I, I'd be grateful for that, for you to just go ahead and get it done so I don't have to chase everybody down. Glenn Dash Clark on Venmo, Glenn Clark 180 on PayPal. Those are the ways to get to me. 25 bucks gets you one raffle spot, and you can have as many as you like. I I do not care if when somebody once says I'll take 10, great. It is to me. It is not about fairness and giving it. It all it is about is taking care of the people at Helping Up Mission. So, however you want to go about doing that, please, I would ask you to do that. Now I'll uh, I'll get more details on social on the website. Maybe this weekend, if not by early next week. All right, very good. Thanks to everybody at PressBox, all of our great sponsors and partners, including Live Casino and Hotel, Mother's North Grill, A.J. Michaels, Guilford Hall Brewery, Royal Farms, Costas Inn, as well as Superbook Sports, Harford County, your local Toyota dealer, buyatoyota.com. Thanks to Griffin at Griffin underscore Bass. Follow us, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Glenn Clark Radio. Have a great weekend. Go Ravens. Go Maryland and Navy. Go local hoops teams. Duke sucks. Um, we will leave you with segment number three of the Tyus Bowser Show featuring Pat Ricard. And welcome back in for segment number three of the Tyus Bowser Show, Press Box 105.7, The Fan. We are live at Mother's North Grill in Timonium with Tyus and Pat Ricard. I am very disappointed in the young man over here. He didn't yell. He didn't yell the Excuse me, sir. Excuse me. We were waiting for you to yell. We're back on. There we there go. You go. There, there you we go. go. <laughs> hey, uh, shout out to the whole crew here at Mothers who have been taking care of us. Thank you to my guy Tag, the whole team. Thank you for all of that. Don't forget, every Wednesday at Mothers North Grill and Timonium, karaoke from 8 to 11 p.m. DJs every Thursday from 9 to midnight. 
come out, hang out with us at Mother's North Grill in Timonium. I'm going to get uh, Tyus, because remember, he owes us a song. That's right. So That's me right. and Tyus are supposed to do a duo. So we have to come back out here and do our duo, Tyus. I didn't forget. Oh, God. Sorry, man. <laughs> yeah. All right. Y'all missed Tyus and Rita cutting up the dance floor <laughs> Yes, you did. Yes, you night. did. We got to see Tyus's Park Heights strut. Yeah. That was awesome. We had been waiting for that one for a little while. Yeah. So it was shirt on or off, Tyus? It was on. I had on the whole suit. It was suit. on? Uh, I had on oh, the whole okay. suit. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> sometimes... That shirt comes off. No, not at all. I don't know what you're talking about. I, we all saw the pictures, Tyus. What are you talking? Halloween and last videos year? and the videos. Yeah. No, not at all. No, that happened. We all saw it. Every so young it was, lady in this town. It was saw Halloween it. costume or something. I have no idea what you're talking oh, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he just, he just did the Men me. in Black memory flash. Erase that out of your mind, people. Great. All right, Thanksgiving this week. How hard in the paint do you get to go on Thanksgiving when you got to play a football game a couple days later? Honestly, it shouldn't be too bad. Since it's on a Thursday, uh, we travel Friday, and then um, we'll be there for a few days. So I think it'll, I but think I mean, it'll like, bypass. At the dinner table on Thursday. Yeah, it shouldn't be too bad. You get to, you get to consume a little bit? A little bit. Okay. I've been trying to watch what I eat, you know, because I'm still not out there playing yet, so I'm trying to make sure I'm fit. Game shape. Game yeah. shape, absolutely. What are you, okay, Pat, what are you going, what's the thing that, like, you're ready to risk it all for on the Thanksgiving plate? So, don't be mad at me, guys, oh. but I'm one of the people that kind of thinks Thanksgiving food no. is kind of overrated. No, no. It's a turkey for me, wow. I don't know. I, no. I must have had bad turkey growing up, because I don't, I don't you know. You never had don't fried turkey like before? That. No, see, that's okay, probably why. So, yeah. yes, this is why. For I don't me, think I've had a fried turkey either. Yeah, it's, I guess it's, it's a. But I want to try thing. it, though. You know so, what it is? This is a Two Americas thing, Rita. <laughs> this, is a, this is a Two Americas situation. Oh, my gosh. But, Glenn, you've had fried turkey. I, of course, have had fried so... turkey. I've had, I've, I, last year, I did my own Cajun turkey, it was wonderful. Okay. I injected as much Creole butter in that thing as I possibly could. Okay. It was magical. It yeah. was. It saved me from my sins. Please oh, save Pat that's some amazing. if you do it again this year, I'm so he can have, have a taste, to, and then he can change his mind about the best holiday. What, of okay, all. like what about dessert? Like, do you so even? That's where I go in. Okay. Pumpkin pie, cheesy cheesecake, usually apple pie or so. Is there other other good desserts? The correct know. answer, of course, is pecan pie, but I'll accept okay. those as well. <laughs> They're like that's okay. Those are decent answers. Okay. What about you, Tyus? What's the go-to dessert for you on Thanksgiving? And I think we're a little different. Maybe I mean we be doing a chocolate cake. We be doing a seven-up cake. We be doing a uh, what you say a pumpkin cake. Not the pumpkin cake, but a pecan. Pe pecan my pie. fault. Pecan. My fault. Um, like a German chocolate cake. Yeah. Red velvet cake. Y'all just be doing like a dessert table. You know, we're a little different on our side, you know. But. And that's why I'm coming to yeah. your house next year. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to somebody else. I'm going to somebody else's house. So we're going to make sure we're sure we good on that part. So. All right. So the, we, we heard you say that Thanksgiving is overrated. I'm going to ignore that. If, but, but let's pick an overrated dish at Thanksgiving. What do you consider the most overrated dish for Thanksgiving? It's the turkey. So you don't, you it's just don't like turkey. It makes you sleepy. It's usually dry. <laughs> See, this is what I'm saying. You got to have fried turkey. I know. It's got to be the turkey. It's got to be the turkey. 
we got everything else I like. Okay. Even cranberry sauce is pretty good. Most people don't like cranberry sauce. I don't like cranberry sauce. That is an unpopular <laughs> opinion, too. I like, I like cranberry sauce. What's the most overrated dish for Thanksgiving? Okay. Ham. Ham. Okay. I don't see how people eat ham on I don't get it. There's no need. I just don't see the point. Ham's a Christmas dish. I agree. That too. Or Easter. Anything. Wait, you just don't like ham. It's not just on Thanksgiving. You just don't like ham. Yeah, I don't like ham. Where did that come from? I think just growing up, you know, we was all, we didn't have much. So we always grew up on like bologna, turkey sandwich meat, um, like the chicken, like rotisserie chicken. Rotisserie chickens, yeah. yeah. So that's kind of what I was on, and then the ham just really threw me off. You know, I'm kind of big on texture, so it it wasn't it wasn't good. On, it Man, wasn't good I at don't all. know how I feel about any of this. These are all wonderful <laughs> things that you guys hate, and it bothers me to my core. Why? Because I thought I respected you. Oh, wow. <laughs> I knew I thought I respected because Pat had such a good take about pizza, and now I find out he doesn't. So, do you know what goes goes well with ham? Pineapple. 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 There we go. Right back. <laughs> <laughs> no. You know, it's ham salty, pineapple sweet, put them together. Bam. It's a nice balance. Yeah. It doesn't sound good But this is why people put all. pineapples on the ham. You know, it gives it the flavor. No, I'm good Man. at all that. Do you like pork in general? Do you? Yeah, I okay. eat pork. Yeah. All right. I eat bacon and all that stuff. Yeah. All right. I'm, bro, I got to make sure you have. Con- yeah, I eat bacon. Who goes war on ham? Ham is delicious. Me, ham is, I also no. do too. All right, I got I'm good on, I'm good on the ham. It's really, maybe it's another two Americans situation. I have situation. eaten, a, no, I've eaten, a, no, 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 because my mom loves it. I have eaten more than enough ham in my lifetime, and that's right. probably why. All right. Um, it, who would it be? Who on the team would you trust to prepare a Thanksgiving meal? A Thanksgiving meal? Yeah, which of your teammates? If, like, all of them could cook. They, they got to cook. One teammate's got to prepare the whole meal. Got to do all of it. Which one of your teammates would you trust? And which one of them, if you found out they were preparing a Thanksgiving meal, you would say, there's no chance in hell I'm going to that house? <laughs> that, would, that would probably be either Ronnie or Marlon. If Ronnie and Marlon would... said they were making me a Thanksgiving meal... You just don't trust not, their ability to prepare food. Anything. I'll probably put Marlon up there as well. Yeah. Um, no. I don't I'll put, think... like, Dafe in there as well. Yeah. But who would you trust? Who would I trust? Yeah, who would you say, uh, I'll, I'll let them make the meal this time? Honestly, probably Kevin Zeitler. Oh, man. That's that guy a, loves to grill. That's a, that's a, that's yeah. a really good one. That's, yeah. that's actually where I'm going on Thanksgiving. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. Is he, is he preparing no, the turkey? No, I think his, I was hoping his wife, could save and they're your... probably going to probably order some stuff. I know. I don't know. Yeah. She, now, his wife likes to bake. Bake. She bakes every week. She brings, she gives Kevin treats to give to the whole team yeah. every Amazing. Saturday morning. Amazing. What's, and, the, what's the best thing that... I don't know. It's just every week is something, it's something different. Something different, and it's, it's amazing. Crazy. Is it like a, like you're in elementary school again? Yeah. Yes. Drink? Comes yeah. in with like just. Do you look forward to it? Like, are you like it's Saturday? I it's can't wait day. to see I what mean, this is. Like I literally walk because uh, normally the plate is like right there where um, Nelson Aguilar. So he's probably like two or three lockers from me, and I walk in, and that's the first place I look at is like where his locker is, and I see two plastic. I mean the two silver uh, platters, and I'm like. Yes. <laughs> let's let's see let's see what is what's been cooking what's been cooking. So let me uh, let me see what's going on here. That's awesome. The cookies from brownies. I seem like the to red everything. velvet cupcakes were popular. Yeah. Which, yeah. Oh, she made these key lime pie little tarts. Mm. 
I had like 10 of them. It was ridiculous. I'm like, bro, you need to take these because I'm going to eat the whole thing. All right, you made the right choice of where to go for Thanksgiving. I th yeah, yeah, that's definitely yeah. the place to be. I'm gonna make sure that oh. you grab me some as All right. well. Yeah, because I know she's gonna be coming with yeah. some heat. Tyus Bowser show press box 105.7 The Fan. Hey, what company has the expertise and technology to make your home substantially more energy efficient, comfortable, and even virus free? It's AJ Michaels Heating and Air Conditioning in Baltimore and Annapolis at AJMichaels.com. Um, all right, the hard-hitting journalism. You got a former teammate that's back in the league now. Joe Flacco's back with the Cleveland Browns. Are you, like, selfishly rooting now that you guys get to play him again in the playoffs so you can see your boy? I'm not even sure how to answer that. Well, <laughs> it's week 12, so we have to kind of see who's making the playoffs first off. All right, all right. And secondly... We love, we love Joe, right, guys? We love yeah, Joe, we right? Love Joe. He's, yeah, pretty good guy. Well, I mean, right? we do, but he's a brown now. So I know, I know. Little, he, we, I know. We like that's to call kinda... the apps now. He's what yeah. we like to call the apps. Yeah. yeah, that's not cool, Joe. That's not cool. <laughs> but I hope he, he, he does well enough to where they either don't make playoffs, but if they do, hope he sucks in the playoffs. There we go. There we go. That is you the correct answer. I yeah. think that is exactly yeah. the right but answer. But I still love Joe Flacco. I don't yeah. That's cool. That's cool. I love that. I love that like, you still have that. Have you stayed in touch with them over the years, Pat? Not really, no. Okay. <laughs> love the guy. I haven't talked to him in a while, though. Yeah. <laughs> love and respect him, though. No, Great all right. Play. I appreciate yeah. that. Oh, nothing <laughs> yeah. but respect for that guy. Nothing but respect for it. Um, so Reed and I were on the radio last week, and a topic came up, Tyus. You're a resident basketball guy. Yes. How do we talk about Draymond Green? Like, how do we have a conversation about a man who is truly a psychopath, but yet is also a four-time NBA champion and a significant part of the reason why they're four-time NBA champions? How do we talk about that, dude? I mean, there's respect behind his name, but there's also um, questions behind that name as well as for us. You know, and he's a vet, you know, and many years has proved himself, you know, countless times, ton of championships. So it's it's hard to it's hard to, you know, separate those things, especially when he has the accolades to back it up, you know. So I'm not I'm not sure how to really answer that. But he's question. also a clown. Like he is. Yes. He is a clown, but I think that his issue is the same issue that Golden State is dealing with and how to deal yeah. with Draymond Green, right? Yeah. But I mean, I'm sure he was kind of like that, but not as bad as he is now then. But like I said, he has the accolades. He's a vet now. Like, he has a lot more leeway. The league know how he acts. So he's able to kind of do what he do now and not get the repercussions like he would if this was his first or second year, you know? So... It's just one of those kind of like vet mood type things where he can kind of do whatever he wants just because, you know, he's Draymond. But at the same time, like, you can't be doing Bro. the extra. Bro, he just choked Wait. the dude. Yeah. Choked? Was... He tried to put him to sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah correct. He really... <laughs> do you believe in the theory? <laughs> All right. Do, wait, real quick, do you believe in the theory that he likes getting put out when stuff doesn't play? Because apparently this has been a thing. He just tries to get himself kicked out of games when Steph's not playing. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe just because that's how 
he gets his stats, you know, pick and roll game, just finding him, you know, setting up picks because they have a really good chemistry with each other. Like he understands his role. He understands what he needs to do to get step the ball and get him his points to help that team win. And when you don't have that, like I feel like he's out of rhythm. He's he really can't figure out as far as his job because, you know, he doesn't score like he used to, you know, and maybe he has to score the ball a little bit more. Maybe he has to do more than he normally would just because he has two of the best shooters ever in the game and one of them is not there. So, I mean, I think it's just tough for him. So I think it's like, man, I just don't want to be here right now. I think I'm going to just choke somebody out. You know, I, Go I got enough money invested to be able to take care of these fines. And I'll just see y'all Tuesday or Friday, you know. So. What a weirdo. What a weirdo he hey, is. Different guy, man. Different guy. Uh, Pat, I know you're familiar with this because I saw on your Twitter that this video came across to you. I don't know if Tyus has seen it or not. <laughs> there was a particularly viral video from the game last Thursday night of um, somebody's dad who was having an awful lot of fun. Oh. Yeah. So I ask you both this question. If that was your dad, Pat, I'll start with you. Would you be mad at him? Would you want to shake his hand? Would you want to go high five and say, love you, dad? So my dad is extremely quiet. Okay. Right? So if my dad were to do that, it would be, it would be quite a sight to see because I don't think I would ever think he would ever do something like that. And secondly, he's also married to my mom still, so like, oh, I'm kind of doing that, and he's doing it on my work. Okay, let's so take that like, away. Let's say, so that, like, let's say that, take like, that away from it. If that's my friend's dad, yeah, then I'm kind of all for it. I think it's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Tyus, what if it was your friend's dad? I think I'll, I think I'll be for it too. Like, <laughs> right. you know, grown man. Good year for you. You're, at, you're having, having fun. Exactly. You're having, you're having fun, fun on you're Thursday night. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the young lady clearly seemed to be totally, like... I was rooting him on. Right? I was rooting him on. I mean, he was having a blast, man. We don't know <laughs> what that man been time. going through, and he had a time for 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Legitimately the best 30 seconds of his life. Yeah, right? absolutely. <laughs> like, got yep. a win and got a dance. Right? Got a nice look. I don't think there's ever been a better Sound night Sound like a great night to me, man. Peak, his life's peaked. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Imagine that guy, like, going back to work at the car dealership. Don't know week. how to act. Like, Come I'm, in with a lane. I'll be feeling like, like the man when I walk through. <laughs> just feeling good about himself. He's the man of the office. <laughs> man of the office. Strangers walking in, just like, wait a second. Are you? I have to. Sh I want to shake your hand. I Because it's been seen millions done, of times, everything. so you know that the whole metropolitan area has seen it yeah, at this point. We absolutely. all know who he is. Man, that guy, I need to find him. We need to get him on the show this week. I know. Huh? I got to track that guy down to talk to him. All right, um, Sunday night, back on the road, back in L.A. against the Chargers. I ask it this way only because there have been a couple that have gone the wrong way, right? Do you have to say anything like, hey, let's not lose focus, let's not forget you know, they're not, things aren't going well for those guys right now. Do you have to have that conversation, or does everything that happened against, say, Cleveland, does that not matter at this point? No. I mean, at the end of the day, we just focus on ourselves. We don't worry about other, other teams, other players, coaches, what's being said, because none of that matters. So we just focus on ourselves. We'll be fine. You know, we've, we're where we are for a reason, you know. We're not just hoping things are going a certain way because of 
a guy's playing or not playing or what they're doing and what they're saying and all that, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. All that matters is how we play. And in my opinion, if, if we can play how we can play, I don't think anybody can beat us. So like, that's all that matters. We just keep focusing on ourselves and just keep getting better week after week and keep improving. Then the sky's the limit for this team. How weird is it to, like, you're still not at the bye yet, by the way. Like, how weird... I've heard guys say, though, that they kind of like the idea of a late buy. I know a lot of people wondered, like, is it taking a toll on you to have the late buy? Like, I, I guess you're not the guy. I'm, this is always awkward. I look at Tyus, yeah, and he's like, right, right, I'm not playing, bro. Uh, <laughs> it's definitely a late buy, that's for sure. Um, I think the good thing is, is that we've been winning. So when you're kind of winning, you kind of get on a roll. So you kind of can just keep, you know, stacking wings, stacking practices, and keep getting better. And, and, Thankfully for us, we just had this Thursday night game. So Coach Harbaugh, you know, was all happy with the win. So he gave us four straight days off. That's cool. Today was our first day back. And then we have this game. We got, you know, kind of stinks. We got to go all the way to L.A. But then we have a bye. So it's like we have a lot of rest right now this, next, this, this past week and next week to where we can really finish the season strong. You know, if we had a bye like week three or something, you know, you're, you're, you're kind of tired from training camp at the start of the season, but then you have to go a long haul with no break whatsoever. So, you, you know, I, I might have liked it a couple, you know, our bye maybe like two or three weeks ago. But at the same time, like, when you're kind of on a roll and a rhythm, I think it helps. Sometimes teams come off a bye and they kind of are a little sluggish and, you know, because they haven't played football in, in almost a week. But I think, I think it's coming at a perfect time for us. I think if we can, you know, take care of business this weekend and, you know, get healthy, and we have a really tough stretch at the end of the season. We're playing all playoff teams, you know, from here on out, so it's it's going to be tough. Uh, but, yeah, I think I think the bye is the perfect time right now. Yeah, because at the end of the day, when you look at it, you guys will only have played, what, one game in 23 days or something like yeah. that? So it's it feels like it's hard, to, you know, if, and you already mentioned, like, if you're in a groove, you know, and now you're on a bye... I don't know if that means that you get a little rusty when you come out of the bye or, you know, do you feel, you know, relieved because you've had a break, but then you just had a mini break. Like, you know, how do you push through that knowing that, well, we just had a mini bye and now we're having a real bye, but making sure that you're focused moving forward. I think I think it all depends on the culture of the team, the coaches and just the players that are in that locker room. You know, I think we have a very mature team to where I think guys understand who we are as a team and, and what our end goal is to where they're going to do the right things to get their bodies, their mind right, to go on this run. Because if you don't and you're just partying all week and traveling and just doing all this stupid stuff, you're not going to play well. And I think we have the right guys in the locker room and the right culture and leadership to understand that. And so I don't think that's going to be a big challenge for us. If anything, it's just only going to help us get fresh you know, for that long stretch. Yeah, eating, eating key lime tarts all week. You just can't be doing that exactly. type of stuff. You got to make sure you stay right. Do you guys remember back in the, because you mentioned like early buys. I don't know if you guys remember this, but back in the day when there were uneven teams, you used to have buys every week. Yeah. So remember there would be a team that would start out week one with a buy. This is before the Texans You guys existed. were probably... Yeah. Oh, now, okay. I saw you were born, yet or not. For like a minute, there were 31 this? teams yeah. in the Yeah, NFL. so when the Texans came in 2002, it unevened the, the yeah. teams. The, yeah. So every week, there was somebody had to have a bye, which meant somebody had to have a bye week one. Yeah, yeah. wow. Can't imagine, right? No, nah, not no bye week one. Yeah, that ain't going to work. That's that crazy. That ain't going to work. I mean... 
It would kind of be nice, though, to get some rest after training camp, because some training camps, they've been pretty tough. Yeah. Especially Ravens training camp. But, but not yeah, that long. I mean, you want to play week one, that's for sure. Right. Yeah, yeah right. you got to get going. Yeah. All right, would you all please make some more noise for Tyus Bowser and Pat Ricard? I told you before, the Ravens currently the number one seed, the AFC. And if you're feeling something, you can get them at plus 280 to win the AFC, plus 700 to win it all at Superbook. Download the Superbook app, visit Superbook.com. Use the code GlennClark23 when you sign up. You'll get a same-day first bet match up to $250, win or lose. And remember that if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Pat, thank you so much for coming out and hanging out with us tonight, despite some really dreadful moments. I mean, just okay. really unforgivable things okay. that I've heard. We still love you. Yes. Thank you, Tyus, for having me. Thank you to mothers, right? This yes. Is mothers. Absolutely. Thank you to mothers. And thank you to everyone that came out. I appreciate it. And go Ravens. No doubt. Tyus, love you, buddy. Love you too, man. Next Tyus Bowser show, we're taking a three-week break, December 12th will be the next Tyus Bowser show. We'll be announcing the location here. Had to move a couple things around. December 12th will be the next Tyus Bowser show, and we will announce the location momentarily. Reed, appreciate you. Love you. Love Thanks you too, to everybody Sarah. at Pressbox. Thanks to the crew here at Mothers. For the entire crew, I am Glenn Clark. This has been the Tyus Bowser Show.